You're slip sliding away, Jamie. <laughs> Who, who's in the Nicki Minaj? <laughs> well, I'm not, but I heard her on the radio, and this song is very Latino. Oh, okay. Right. And yeah. when I heard it, I'm like, wow, that is a great beat. And I was, I, I had to look it up. Like, who is singing oh, this gotcha. song? Right, right. See, that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah, I would yeah, consume yeah. Nicki Minaj. Because yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what yeah. she sings either. Yeah. No, nothing against I'm, I'm no, great. No, no, the girls right. love her, but... She sucks. Let's just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just be honest. I, like, I don't know what other songs she sings. Hot take. Oh, she's but, but she's when, big right now, so... The, the, as the kids say. As the kids say. Hold on. I, and I looked this up. It's called... So today on the show, Marvel Phase 4. Phase 4 review. Right on. Phase 4. Oh, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. It, it, starts, <laughs> off with, it starts off with this, right? But then that's the underlying melody of the, uh, of the song. It was very catchy for me. All right. So I like I'm a I'm a um, closet fan of house music. So I like anything that. Oh, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's dude. interesting. Me too. Me too. Oh, like, how funny! Like it's like do anything that has that kind of rhythm. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, hilarious. hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> you want to know a better one? The closest to the sun is a special celebration, and it's down. <laughs> way better than that. Brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. I had this damn song in my head last night. I couldn't. But here's what Earthlings told me about this Christmas mystery. They totally need to put this on like a Christmas radio rotation now. All right, you guys ready to start the show? Yeah, let's start it. Let's talk. And I already messed the show up. Motherfucker. No, it's okay. Uh, today, we're going to have heavy spoilers on the show. Just want to give you a warning first thing. Now, let's start the show. Ticka, 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 From deep in the heart of Texas... Live while we record, it's the Geek Culture Cast with your host, Ed. Stop yes. listening to the cast. It is the best Star Wars film ever. Stop. Chris. You know, I'll start I'm the discussion, I guess. Yeah. Get Ed in a serious <laughs> mood. So, Jamie. The rebellion for the story and movies to come. Like right. That particular scene to me, all the other, like, I love this movie. But that particular scene to me was quintessential Star Wars and the re- and I'm Duncan, bringing you a deep dive into all the sci-fi we love. And I'm we there at the start. As we end episode two, uh, we get the line begun the Clone Wars have, which is a good segue into the show that you guys, we keep talking about. We keep talking about. We don't have so much context. Someday we'll, have to do a, someday we'll have to do a, a oh, series of episodes. On Absolutely. Which, which show are you talking about? Something. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, the Clone Wars. The Clone? The Clone Wars. And now... It's time for the show. So glad to be back together, boys. It's a good day. How's everybody doing this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. 
Chris is looking something up real quick. Chris no. and Ed are like I'm, I'm look, texting I'm to look each up. other across the table. <laughs> I'm trying to look <laughs> up how, how to answer love how my week's you, been. Love if you boys would join the show. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking up the band <laughs> name from Guardian of the <laughs> Galaxies uh, holiday special. It's the old 90s. Right on. The old 97s. <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. Yep. I have no idea who they were or are, but I think they're old from 97. I would They're one of James good. Gunn's favorite bands, evidently. Yeah, evidently. Oh, yeah. evidently. They, they've been around for a while. I'm not since a fan. 97. Since 97. Since 97? Well, old 97. All right. Yeah, old 97. Yeah. As opposed they're, to new 97. They're the old ones. <laughs> the new 97s are, are not good. Uh, I, I, what is it? It's I don't like, even know we're talking about it. Anymore. It's like three toddlers <laughs> and a, a ginger guitar player? Yeah, it's like two girls in a cup or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we went right and off the deep end. there it goes. First right. thing. First thing. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> what are we talking about, Dunk? Today on the cast, we're talking phase four roundup. We've seen the ding, last. Ding, ding, ding. We saw the last of the phase four um, properties to come out of uh, the Marvel uh, Cinematic Extended Universe. And um, let, let's just talk about this show because I love it so much. We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. The Holiday Special. The stupidest thing that's come out this year. It is just the best. It <laughs> it's worse than so Spider-Man and Thor. Good. It is, I don't care what Ed says. He can't <laughs> ruin this right. for me. <laughs> heater, heater. There is so... Ooh, we need one of those. We do. <laughs> we just sound like that. We do. Spoilers, spo- hater, I'm, hater. I'm on that. I'm on that. Right. Uh, so this, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, heavy spoilers coming. And, and also, if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, the Christmas special, Stop the podcast right now. Go watch it. Stop it. It's 45 minutes. 45 Go minutes. watch it. You don't really need to stop it. You can just listen to us and no, get over it. No, don't do that. No. Don't do that. That's why it's got mental problems. Right. Don't do Focus that. and watch. Um, it is so good, and it's good, and I want to tell you the reason why I like it, boys. It's good because it's every single one of those holiday specials we grew up with. Right. It's right. such an homage to all those specials, yep. and it's done so well. James Gunn was right on the money with this thing. And not only the specials, but the holiday comics that they issued. That was the thing that drew Oh, me. yeah. It, it was, good point. It was a Marvel holiday comic. Yeah. It was very good. It was, you know, here's how we <clears throat> address kind of the holidays, because they kind of kept with those holiday specials. So you will hear a theme today from me in these conversations mm-hmm. around um, there are products that a lot of people don't like that I liked because they were true comic book authentics. So, yeah, yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, definitely. And I, I appreciate that when I see um, Batman done well yeah. on the on the big yeah. screen. Yeah. Uh, so I, I get exactly what you're talking about. Chris, what were your thoughts about the Christmas special, man? Loved it. Loved it. And just like you said, it reminded me. For there was a brief moment where I felt young yeah. watching it. Yeah. You know, just because it was right. like it, it was just so. I don't know. It just it, it really hit all the nostalgia buttons for right. some for a team of Marvel people that I didn't grow up with. Let me tell you something. But in the eighties, it felt like a Friday night. My parents are getting ready to go out drinking. There's a babysitter waiting in the wings, and I'm in my pajamas on the couch, getting ready to watch Christmas specials. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I threw, threw me back to, man. And yeah. what a you know, it's it's funny as we get older, we just really things change. <laughs> so, yeah. changes so if we happen to have any listeners who are not 
um, geeked like us or you have family members who are not geeked, compare it to gearing up to watch Lifetime Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good. Uh, this uh, is our Lifetime. Cinema. Yeah, so for sure. So back off. For right. sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then I think, um, you know, one of the things that was great about the, the special was the care and the detail that James Gunn put into the yep. entire thing. It's a 45-minute yep. special. And, and honestly, back in the day, yeah. these things were an afterthought. Right. They were right. get a yep. get a, 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 a B list star or or A list star on the screen with uh, some some people in people costume come, right, or, or right. what have you, right. and and go to town and have a right. fun little thing and yep. wrap it up. Doesn't matter how weird it is. Doesn't matter right. if it's how loosely it is associated with Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, except that. Um, this special was all about Christmas, and yeah. it was really, really great. The message is good. Eddie, what did you think, man? For real? Uh, um, you know, I, I thought it was cute. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was um, fantastic. I, I, I thought it, 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 it was a holiday special. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Star Wars. And you know, this is why special. it gets Cole in his stockings. Um, so, no, I'm, I'm just I'm saying it was cute. I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm. I'm just saying. I. I'm not saying I didn't fucking like it. I, I'm and, just. Say, I'm just saying that you know. I, defensive. Well, no, you, you the high just, sodium man. <laughs> <didn't> <laughs> look, let me. Let me. Let me say several things. You didn't say you did like it. I. I, I don't like we the don't level like of of com- comedy. The comedy narrative in my in my Marvel movies. I, I can I can accept them in the Marvel comics. You don't like the comedy in Marvel. I, I will agree I, with I, you. I don't. Always there, laughed there, at there, there is some comedy when it when it exists within G- Guardians of the Galaxy that I do enjoy, but yeah. I feel like this was overly Thorish comedy. That's interesting. And, that so for interesting. me, I felt like this. I I did not. I'm not a big fan of the second Guardians movie. I l- obviously love the yeah, first. No, I'm agree- this this tone wise with the comedy felt literally like an extension of the first. I agree. I, I, I agree. I think I this, thought it was really. I, good. I think that's why for me it just hit all the things. I mean, yes, there's this the nostalgia bit, but then there's also the uh, the fact that it just it, the humor felt the humor and the tone felt very akin to Guardians. I, I thought the I thought the I thought Drax's humor was on on point. I thought the other pieces of humor in this in this show weren't. And they were they felt contrived, a bit, um, but uh, it felt as contrived as the Thor comedy felt contri- contrived. Really? Okay. Um, so anyway, the the music was okay. It was good. It was cute. It was fun. Um, I I think the the saving grace for this whole thing was Kevin Bacon. I loved Kevin Kevin Bacon. The only thing missing was his dance. They should have incorporated the Kevin Bacon dance. The Kevin Bacon yeah. dance. Into the end sequence or into something, you know, to encapsulate or to encapsulate his his uh, heroic form of, of of saving the world in their eyes or whatever. I was reading about the making of it, and what had happened was there were some plot points that this sets up for Guardians Three. Yeah. yeah. So we know sure. that nowhere they bought nowhere from the collectors. So right. They right. The collectors alive. Right. right. Yep. And now Cosmo the dog is part of the Guardians, the Guardians team. And, now, and now he's got funny. a sister, which is straight from yeah. the comics, by the way. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. He's, he's got a sister now. Yeah. Right. And uh, um, Rocket has an arm. Right. That, that uh, was uh, that was pretty <laughs> that was pretty funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I think we're going to see in Thunderbolts or something. You know, when, when that yeah. comes out. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I I understand that they're trying to tie pieces. See, here here's my problem with Phase Four. And I and I think this holiday special does a great job in in pulling all of the problems together. 
the the expense of the content of phase four is so distributed everywhere that they try to pull in different pieces together to explain what the next thing is coming from and, and where we're going and, and it's it gets to a point where there's there's a level of ambiguity and when you get to the movie it feels contrived again dr strange spider-man thor you know and, and it just it feels just so discombobulated for so me. There, there's there's two things i i want to say to that the first there was a point that jamie made um Actually, I'm going to make that my second point. The first thing is when you think of an event, right? Like we're looking forward to vacation Mm -hmm. and we take that vacation that you've been looking forward to for a long time. And then you come back from vacation and you go back to work and it's that like kind of post um, post vacation blues, you know, where it's like, man, I got to get something on the calendar to start looking forward to again because it's like I'm settling back in. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like phase four has been a little bit of that. And that we had Endgame, man, it was what a climax. And just at this point, it's wrecked the Marvel Universe. We've gotten rid of all the people that we spent the last, what, 10 or 12 years, you know, getting to know and getting to watch grow into who they are, Iron Man, Captain America. And then you get into uh, Phase 4, and it's like it's scattered. Like, you think about you've got, a, you've got a universe that is having to recover from this blip, you know, where half the universe was just blinked out of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, we're having to introduce all these new people, these new heroes and those kind of things. And I think that coming into the second point that I'm going to, if you're going to bring this up, Jamie, you brought it up in an off the air conversation we had. This isn't the phase four that was intended to, we were intended to get because of the pandemic. No, yeah, man, I, I, and, get, I get all of that. And I, I do. think that I, I was reading in this, in, uh, in prep for the show, one of the things was that with the release dates and how this really screwed things. And I thought that was an interesting point. I just like, man, I got to get this as soon as I can off, because I think this would have fixed Spider-Man for you, was Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out before Spider-Man was right. far from home. And I was like, oh, that would have, that would have, yeah. yeah. This was all pandemic. And oh. we start looking at the thing, that the toll that the pandemic had on my, my problems. My problems with Spider-Man didn't have anything to do with the multiverse. Even if the multiverse came out before that, you were not it, a fan it, of that film. It, period. It, it was yeah. it was plot holes that came from pulling out the characters from various arenas that they didn't fix, you know, and they didn't speak to, while while, while they sent them back or when you know it, it was it was multiple things. It was script writing. It was music. It was um, um, narrative overall narrative. I mean, there's a lot of things, and I, I understand if. if Doctor Strange had been introduced before that some things may have been fixed, but in general, and we can go back to the podcast and the conversations about that, I really do think that the, the problems with, um, my problems with, with Marvel in, in this phase come down to writing, um, script development, plot development, um, and, and those things which I feel fit in, which phase three got right. And, and yeah, th- th- we had br- some really big climaxes within Phase Three, but you mentioned you mentioned uh, vacations, right? Mm-hmm. So I-, I think Phase Three was us going to dis- Disney World, right? Right. And Phase Four was like my me asking my mom when I'm a kid, "Hey, mom, can we go back on a big vacation?" No, me let's go to Kitty Park instead. And uh, so we go to Kitty Park. We're like, oh man, you know I. I there's doo doo in the pool. There's, yeah, there, there there's crap everywhere. <laughs> there's you know, there there's uh, there's baby roller coasters. There's I mean, it, there's it's a just, bit of there's a bit of um, 
let down after phase three because phase three was so good. And, and I get that. However, I don't, I don't share the bleak outlook of phase four that you do, Ed, only because there were low points in phase two and three and one as well. Not not to the extreme of the face. Uh, Iron Man Two is so. so I yeah. I enjoyed Iron Man Two. I, I did too. It's not one of the greatest films. On I'm that not phase. saying it was. So, yeah, but, but Iron Man Two compared to f- any terrible movie within Phase Four is better than any of them. <sighs> I, well, that's, yeah. that's a bold so, statement. But, but let me uh, let me also let me also tell you this. <laughs> phase Four, Phase Four should have learned or could have learned from from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So here, I mean that was an incredible. What, what was the movie? Here's my problem. So I, I've been you know kind of thinking about this for a minute. The the thing that we we fail to realize. So every everything into a a universe that's created, and we're running into that same thing with Star Wars, right? Everything that you create in a universe doesn't have the same purpose. So the yeah. purpose of a, a of a Wakanda Forever isn't the same purpose as a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. The, the when they lay down and say, okay, there's a, a level. When you say there's a level of comedy there. It's supposed to be. It's a right. holiday special. Right. Now, granted, there's some points that you make that are valid around that comedy as it goes through the entire story of Guardian of the Galaxy may be off-putting. But for these individual kind of tasks inside of a universe, and this is what Marvel's trying to do, is they realize that when you're in comic books, when you have to lay down a universe, there are going to be things that are not as significant as other activities, but they are tying to other activities. So when I go and read a side story around the Guardians of the Galaxy that happens to be their holiday comic book, yes, I am going to lay things like, oh, okay, he has a sister now. Oh, they bought nowhere, mm-hmm. you know. For mm-hmm. so, but but the purpose of it isn't to give you the same scope of. A, a massive movie like this next Guardian of Galaxy movie is so I don't have to spend three hours in that movie of laying yeah. expedition yeah. down for this entire kind of story, right? Yeah, that's an so, interesting point. So introducing like Disney Plus and stories from a TV standpoint has been off-putting to people looking at just from the movies because the movies were kind of all you got. But when you looked at, like, say, let's take phase one. When you looked at Captain America and Iron Man, when they start with Iron Man, none of this stuff was really connected. No. But now we've gotten to the point to where people are used to Marvel laying down these these cookies of a story. So now they're trying to overcompensate for, okay, well, this has to be a big thing. Well, maybe, eventually. So that's why I said, so I am not arguing that, that Phase 4 is perfect. My argument is going to be, it is not ba- as bad as everyone thinks. Because it is the first iteration, we are starting a bit of a new story, and it's the beginning of a story, and we're expecting a level of connection out of Phase 4 that we got in Phase 3, and it's not the same it's a, thing. It's, it's tough to compare those two. Right. It's, yeah. I'm trying to tell a new universal story, so I have to introduce... And the, introduce right. a whole bunch of new characters. Right, so I'm introducing... And a whole bunch of new so places. Phase is about introduction, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which does not make it perfect, but it does make it no, to, bad for me. To Ed's point, there are some low points in there Phase are. 4. There are. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. There are. Uh, and, yeah. and you can't escape those. You cannot. But I, I agree with you, Jamie. I think as a whole, and, and I'll tell you when I really got 
the, my firm feeling about this. Jamie sent us, we have a we have a, a Discord channel that we all talk on, and Jamie sent us the actual list of all the properties in Phase 4. Right. First off, it's a huge list. It's with 17? Huge. Se- uh, 17 uh, items? 18. 18, 18 items. items. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but as I looked at the list as a, as a, a, a list of stories, right? I, I have generally good feelings about that list of stories. Not about everything in right. them. Eternals Some was of them mid, mid. It, it, Eternals was a kind of a right. meh for me. It was good if it wasn't attached to the Marvel universe, although it it is. And 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 actually, after we had a, our conversation about the Eternals, Jamie, I felt better about that 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 flick. And you it's a, it's an okay for me. I was like, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's got a right. great cast, right. and and it's I, I, it's a it's a little bit of an overreach. I, I think there was a little bit of an overreach to try to do in one movie. But to your point, they're doing other stuff. The, the, all, all of these things tie in, and they have tied in th- throughout the rest of the movies and films and and things. And right. and then you get to a um, all the way to like a Wakanda Forever. And Wakanda Forever was a great way to end Phase Four in a different way that Endgame was a great way to end Phase Three. Right. So let's um. So to your point, Chris, around the different order. So and this is just for like the major um, projects before we kind of moved into uh, like the changes. Right. The original order was like Black Widow of just nine of them. Black Widow. Eternals, then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, then so WandaVision. Falcon and Winter Soldier actually was going to follow Black Widow originally. Right, right, right. And then they were going to do, like, the Eternals was um, kind of out there, and then you have WandaVision, then saying Chi was supposed to come, and then right after that was supposed to be Doctor Strange, and then Loki was supposed to start after Doctor Strange, and then after Loki had finished its season one, Spider-Man was supposed to go, and then Thor, and then like some of the other you know kind of projects were supposed to be kind of in there. But that's a different different order. It's altogether. a different it's a different order when you think about some of the story pieces. To Did Ed's point, it does not fix, and I agree with him about some of the plot holes in Spider-Man. It doesn't fix how they brought in certain characters from the Fox universe and did not. Um, account for them. Account for them, but I think that's more reflective of their relationship with Sony and not what they truly wanted to do. Oh yeah, there's like, real world implications. Like, yeah, right, right. There. We kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we, you want to kind of start from like the first one, Wandavision of the actual. Well, list, let me and just kind of highlight. Yes, those. I do. Okay, okay. And bef- but before let we let me get know. into Wandavision, no, yeah. I'm I'm actually really glad you're you're leading this conversation, Jamie. Before we get into Wandavision, let me ask you this, guys. Did the introduction of Disney Plus and the TV shows degrade the MCEU in any way, in your opinion? I don't think no. it. I don't. I don't think it would have necessarily. Degrade may or, be a yeah, hard yeah, word. I know what you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think the problem that they did, and, and I'll be the first to tell you because there's going to be a part of this conversation I can't contribute to because yeah. I got I'm burned. I got burned out on these TV shows. Oh. To be honest with you, I think the TV, the Marvel TV shows, there were so many of them. Just too many for And I don't feel consumption. like the quality. WandaVision was a really strong start. Yep. I loved WandaVision. I thought yep. it was great. Moon Knight was good. 
Not, oh, not great, but really it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Not, not, I really liked that I, one. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that is so forgettable to me. Oh, yeah, and you didn't have, I, you had problems was, with it when it came out, too. I, 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 I just thought it was boring. Yeah, I, I, there wasn't yeah. anything in there other than it was just boring. You know, I, I can't some, even tell you like what happened. I don't remember. Really I love that story, one. Um, me, too, because there's some really good story threads in there. But I think What If, I think, was a great thing. And I think, honestly, What If should have been the first multiverse. That should have preceded Loki, even. You know what the... I agree. I, I, agree. I, I like What If too. I love the animation style of What If. Oh, I did too. I found myself drifting on the stories. I'll tell you, if if I start checking my phone or something in the middle of a show, that show has not got me. Sure. And sure. What If was that way. It was a passive watch for me. Although I did enjoy it. So I, I think Chris is, is a, an example of the kind of parallel so they're running this tightrope where they have to understand that okay we started to take a look at before uh disney plus we've got three hour plus movies and they started to grow and they were like mm -hmm. crap we cannot continue to do this mm -hmm. but we have to lay down pieces in between that are vital to a larger story but they're not enough for a story in themselves so how do we do that we do it the same way we do in comic books we create these side stories that not everybody reads right right but i can't make a four-hour movie i just can't do it right so i have to you know kind of build these things like we do in this comic book world right so you're going to have those properties that are not as earth shattering as you know some of the others but you pick different things up and i'll give you an example um in uh, falcon and the winter soldier is the, the importance of that wasn't to make a captain america move right I, it was about okay we have to pass the torch and we also have to start to tell these stories of impact after the blip what does that mean in this real world because like you said yeah. marvel is about heroes that happen to live in a real world right um and start to lay some story that introduces characters right so you you get introduced to isaiah bradley you get introduced to a real conversation that has happened inside of the captain america universe after captain america disappears yep how do we actually make this thing and you get introduced to this concept that hey, this is, you know, we had to start experimenting on people because we did not have the original, you know, people who created the, this mm -hmm. formula. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like in the real world, right? Yeah. So it's an interesting story. But you introduce, you know, the ability and a possibility if you want to start to tell maybe potentially young Avengers stories that you meet the Patriot. You right. meet um, the, um, Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Right. right? And we, you start to lay down in this entire phase introductions of some ideas. The, the right? way they're it's, going about it, though, right. is it's the business driver that I think really shined for me. Think about it. So Disney Plus sure. launches. Right. And their thing is like, we're going to, you know, basically take all our properties back. We're going to be, uh, we want to basically be as big as Netflix, right? And Bob Iger at the time is talking about we're going to heavily invest in content and we're going to grow right. Disney Plus. This is how they. This is their way of doing it. Right. When I look at these stories that they they formulated, what Wandavi what made Wandavision work for me was the format that they use. Not just with uh, every decade we're going to do basically the mm -hmm. equivalent of a TV show mm -hmm. for you know covering sure. kind of TV of that decade. That formula worked in a way where you could release it weekly, and. It was like, okay, I'm man, I can't wait to see what happens next, but I'm not like on I, I, I can step away and not just get right. agitated that I'm having to wait. Sure. 
And when I look at, so one of the things Falcon and Winter Soldier lost me on was it felt overly long. I get the stories and what they want to tell, and I understand that, but I think part of that was it's got to go overly long so we can, and, and lapse the and stretch. munch. Yes. So that we, yes. Can, we can retain subscribership Agreed. with Disney+. Plus. Agreed. And I think all these shows, yeah. the TV shows are yeah. structured that way in a point where it's like, oh, I'm just done. Like, right. I, I Not just, sure, sure, sure. There is this um, parallel for the business as opposed to the stories, right? They're like, hey, we creatively, I want to tell the story, introduce these characters. Business-wise, you got to make it last. Well, you got yeah. two you've weeks, got nine that's weeks. The, that's, that's the thing, the, yeah. I, I, you have two that separate, pressure, I totally agree with that. Totally two separate and distinct interests here. I totally agree with that. First yeah. off, Disney's whole existence is to make money, period. Yeah. B- bottom line. Absolutely. They, they put a lot of great stuff out, a lot of stuff we love. But at the end of the day, they want to make money. That has to compete with all these creatives that are making this great content right. that we love sure, sure, sure. Or, or the stuff that we don't That's a good point. love so much. Sure, sure. And those two things are at odds as well. So in, in prep for the show, one thing I read about, so obviously Disney's had all these changes recently in leadership. Well, I was just about to mention Bob Iger's back yeah. in the yeah. – in the, 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 they got yeah, rid yeah, of the, the floor. Yeah, yeah. hit the road. No, you got to go. He was looking at it from more of a business-driven thing. Right. And one of the things Iger made a comment on, he did a um, – uh, town hall with Disney employees, mm. and there was a passing comment he made that I thought was interesting. Where Marvel, Star Wars, and everything content, they wanted he wants to put more power back in the hands of the creators. The creators I right. saw that, and yeah, that's that great. might include doing more one shot type. To use a right. comic book thing, a one shot. So instead of doing like here's a nine episode series, I'm, here's a forty five. I'm glad you brought that special. up. I'm um, glad you brought that up because there there is a feel. The reason why Bob Iger worked was there was a feel of you know the Walt Disney days, right? Of the we are a creative bunch. We are creating what we want and come and enjoy it, right? That shift with you know um, a, a topic that made this whole business kind of model have I think that's the strain that we all are feeling. Granted, it is turning more people off than it did necessarily for me, but I am not oblivious to the fact that there there's a strain that was put there, right? Because some of these yeah. things were just like, okay, so this could have been three episodes. And one, right, thing, one right. thing you just touched on, Jamie, that I, I, I find funny is I hear this a lot. Like, you know, I'm going to sound like Duncan here in a bit and be a little more uh, like an apologist of some of this, but, <laughs> you know, that it's turning people off. I think a lot of people have kind of become, uh, I think I've kind of adopted, I'm not going to say like me, I'm going to say I've adopted the mentality, I think a lot, what a lot of people have, where it's like, you know what, you've established that if I want to go see the TV show, cool, cool, but sure, I, it's not 100% necessary right. for me to actually see to. any of this other, to, right. to see right, these right. movies, right, and right. when I start looking at it in that context, like, you know, I, I could not do Miss Marvel, I, it's just, it wasn't sure. made for me, right. and I, that's totally fine. Right. Um, but I, I just, I couldn't get even through the first episode. I was just so uh, like over it and I don't know what it is. It just, I was just kind of done with it. But again, not knocking the show. Right. It just was, I don't think it, it wasn't just, made for okay. you. You were okay first. with it not being made for you. Yeah. Right? yeah. Just yeah. like, Hey, that, that's, that's fine. This wasn't my, my cup, cup of tea. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and really she Hulk wasn't either. And I wasn't the biggest fan of that either, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, that's okay. You know, they, they, but I think that's the thing. They can start making, they can use the TV medium as a way to say, we're going to make things to appeal to certain demographics. Right. And if the hardcore fans want to come along on that ride, cool. cool. But if not, then that, that's cool. You right. know, no big deal. I, I will say that I went into She-Hulk not expecting to like it. I, I really did. I expected to not enjoy that show and was pleasantly surprised when I did. It's a, it's a smart show. It's, it's well-crafted. 
and it's straight from the pages of the comic yeah, yeah. book, which is what I love. See, and I, I love yeah. it when they get that. Right. I was not a She-Hulk comic fan, so that well, could be. I'm that, not necessarily be, saying I was either. either. No, right, right, right. But yeah. I know the character, and I know what made the comic great, and what makes the comic great, and and they emulated that on the screen, and I appreciate sure. that. So, yeah. so one of the things I want to do, if it's okay with you guys, yeah. is kind of start at the beginning and go through the 18 and kind of do like a, a little what we thought about. That it. would probably be better for our and, listeners yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as opposed to our re- regular scattered rambling. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Just kind of kind of focus it a little bit because it'll give all of Let's us a chance. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's like do it. it. Okay. Um, so um, opening statements about the phase, we'll take care of how we thought about overall. After sure. The ended. But let's start with WandaVision. WandaVision was number one. Yep. What, go around the table. What do we th- what do we think about? Loved it? WandaVision. Okay. I really liked WandaVision. It was a good story. It was interesting first off, and it every episode expanded on the last and got better. I felt. Gotcha. Okay. Just yeah, like I was saying before, I think it lent itself to the weekly format release format. Very it well. Picked us up with yeah. a hero that we were invested in, well. cleaning. You know, following Endgame. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed WandaVision. I thought it set. Wanda up, and it was one of the few Disney shows that set things up for the movies later. Right? Yeah. It. Um, <clears throat> I think WandaVision was okay. Um, it was a slow start. Maybe the first three or so episodes were slow, and you were trying to figure out what the fuck is this about. That's true. And then finally, you get to a point where, like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. I see where this is where they're doing. And I see the evolution of the character and where she becomes Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think you mentioned this earlier, Jamie. There, there are there are certain things that that these shows are having to do to um, lend to the creation of these characters. Um, but you know, there are, again levels of ambiguity. You know, yeah. they are tied into to many of these shows, which is fine. You know, the, I, I think they fix it in Wandavision. They they do didn't do it in others. But um, yeah, I think for the most part, you know, I I um, I, uh, I gave it a maybe six and a half, seven. Yeah, cool. And you, Jamie, what did you feel? I, I loved WandaVision um, because it was a true story kind of loss. Um, the slow burn at the beginning didn't bother me because I needed to see that loss to get to the ultimate place where I knew she was going and the, the coming the evil the Scarlet Witch of you know well, that the is mystery the mystery to right, me right. was kind of interesting the other the other thing with WandaVision real quick was uh, like I was an RTF major briefly in college oh, right and I loved I was working in TV in the 90s and I, I loved aspects of the art the the um, the art that goes into actually making various TV shows. And mm-hmm. I think that they, the attention to detail in that was nailing yeah. what a Leave it to Beaver 1950 right. style black and white, white TV show looked like. And uh, I mean, and then the 60s, uh, the, the next episode they did. Yeah, the they did the, the history of TV oh, episode yeah, by episode. Yeah, yeah, episode. Cool. And I think the attention to detail that they knew oh, yeah. all the way down to the 90s when. Kids stuff in the 90s was everything was extreme, right? right. They put a big X on right. And then they, they showed like the uh, the stuff when it was in the 90s with their kids. Yeah. And it was just like so they t- nailed everything. So just- Ed made a good point. To that point, the thing that I liked about it that you found ambiguous was at no point before this had they really delved into Wanda's true power. Yeah. And Wanda's true power you see in the house of M. Well, she creates a world. Yeah. 
um, uh, for the, the mutants, right? And that's why this show, I loved it because it starts to get into her true That's power. a key thing that right. you're talking about but because they allude to her power. They allude to it, but in, never. In the phase three movies, but they don't show how powerful. Kind but of. I but I actually not, understand not like it's this. like this yeah. is ambiguity. You know, like this ambiguity is just a little off-putting. Yeah. But the beginning of those episodes, that's it immediately took me there. And that was a, having a historical knowledge that a lot of people didn't have. So I was like, you know what? At first, listening to Ed, I was like, yeah, I don't agree. But then it triggered in me. I was like, I was connecting to a knowledge. We keep hitting around it. But the right. one thing that all of these properties yeah. do is they have a little something for everybody. Right. And uh, so they have that connective tissue to the comic books that Jamie and I really, really yeah. like. Because we read comic books back in the day and geeked out over those. It's got the connective tissue to the new Marvel right. universe and kind of what they've created, and, and it is different. It's not it's not exactly a, a carbon copy of the right. comic books, so that's interesting for the newer fans, and it's also introducing all of this stuff as right. well. Yeah. So I, it's trying to do a lot, a lot. sometimes, right. and, and that's where I yeah. see Ed's point, Ed's point. Yeah. really, really boldly. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it. Best line in the whole, you know, kind of Disney Plus was, you know, what is grief but love enduring, right? Like the, mm -hmm. that was, you know, that was a, I, it was powerful in that story of loss, right? Like, and I, I think um, it did a good job for me. So, like I said, I, I, I loved it. Um, last point for me, I liked that they introduced Monica Rambeau. Again, I love the introduction of characters in Phase Four. Yep. Um, and it was the first hint we got at mutation, possibly. Right. You see her push through the 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 barrier and see how she changes. Like, that was the first hint of mutation in, you know, Phase 4. This well, was also Marvel really stepping the gas on, on, like, if you remember back to Thor, Thor tried to explain magic as it's just science we haven't discovered. We haven't discovered right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we introduced Doctor Strange, and it's like, okay, there's a little bit, but we're going to bury it more in this cloud of, like, mysticism and stuff right, that... Right. And this was really the first time, I think, they when they introduced uh, Agatha and everything, this was right. the first show where Marvel just said, like, Fuck it, fuck it, the gas, magic, man. Right, magic's yeah, here. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna try and explain everything well, that's away a, anymore. That's a yeah. reoccurring theme of Phase Four. Is yeah. Magic is here. Yeah, you know. No, I think I think the recurring thing is fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Another awesome we'll contribution from yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so moving on, number two, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> Well, we've talked about this one a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier, probably for the same reasons you did, uh, Jamie. Um, I, look, first off, Captain America is one of my favorite characters, period. Uh, Batman and yeah. Captain America. Um, the way that they introduced the new Captain America. U.S. agent. Um, yeah. Uh, the U.S. agent story. Um, um, Bucky's arc in this. Okay, right. There's some real high points for me in this in this show and where Chris you didn't quite connect with it I really did f because of my service because of uh, military experience right, right, right. and so those types of things I, I think Winter Soldier did such a good job introducing Sam yeah and I, I Sam is one of my favorite characters in th this iteration of the MCU yeah, I, sure. I, I just I think the way they've written him through every movie he's been in has he's been, been really great solid. he's been yeah. such a fun character solid. to follow yeah. And I was really, to me, I, I I felt like this show, it was like, let's just find an excuse to, I, I get the history, and we want to go into the history, but let's come up with this silly plot 
that involved What's, Sharon uh, the, was it Sharon Carter's niece or whatever from Winter Soldier and all. Oh, that was a bit forgettable. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like that was. What is I agree. That was crap. Well, they're trying to. Was it nine episodes? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it could have easily been four. They're trying to pay off on something that they set up in Phase Three, which is she's helped these guys. She's now a, a, a. on the lamb, she right. she's now uh, uh, at the attention of the U.S. government, so she's got to do something. The else. entire series is about consequence, right? right. But then right. they, they yeah, literally set her up where yeah, she was. was I mean, wasn't yeah. she in cahoots with uh, the main bad people in the end? So she's the broker. She, they, yeah, yeah like, she ends up being the broker. Yeah. Stupid, like, right? Which, in the, com- <laughs> which, which <laughs> in the comic book is written much better, but Be, like right. this was a little. Like, she's in cahoots with basically the main guy that's set up with Zemo, who sets up the whole you know civil war part, like. Just stupid. To, to, but the to introduction's that point, point for me, I guess. Yeah. I was happy to see Zemo again in this. So but, that, but they've not done Zemo. They have justice. not. They have not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah so like uh, the two introductions, like I said, uh, U.S. agent. That was an interesting, you know, kind of introduction. And then this is the first time we see uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. One of my other high points yeah, of this series yeah, as well, yeah, and right. of Phase Four. I yeah. love it when Julia Louis Dreyfus shows up in yeah, the, the one of these. Yeah, yeah. She's first off. She's one of my favorite actresses. Period. I love yeah. Seinfeld and all that. But set that aside, yeah. Yeah. she's yeah. really, really good in these, yeah. and I like her character. She's a good choice for yeah. Fontaine. But yeah. you know what's funny about her character in the MCU? So I'm not familiar, too familiar with her from mm-hmm. the comics. But in the MCU itself, this comes back to the release order. Her first thing yes. was she was going to have the after credits in Black Widow. Where she's setting up right. uh, Yelena to right. go after Hawkeye. Right. I totally agree. That's and why then it's so like then we put yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. like she's just an afterthought. Yeah. And by the time we see Black Widow, because right. uh, because we'd seen her in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and it's kind of and when like, you think about okay. that order, like it's like ah, oh, Black Widow being first makes so much more sense yeah. now. And then you kind of because it was so off putting seeing her, you know, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then when you see her in Black Widow, it's like okay. Yeah, that should have went first. And it was like, yeah, Falcon and the Winter yeah. Soldier, as far yeah. as her character is concerned, to me has been like the higher point when you look at her character and everything we've right. seen of her so far. Right, right. And then everything else after that, Black Widow, um, Wakanda Forever. I liked her in Wakanda Forever. Well, she was okay, but it's... it's she's, she's brief. Yeah, it's and, brief. And it was contrary because she was married to Ross. Not Ross. What's his name? Um. Uh the, uh, the British Martin, uh, Free, yeah, Martin yeah. Freeman's Martin character. Uh, I can't character. remember his name. Yeah, right. But she was because she was married to him. You know, it's more of a comedic type thing, which is completely contrary to how she was portrayed in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I think that parallel was supposed to be there because you through the entire you see her as being the subterfuge, and you never realize like what, how she gets the power that she has. And then in what kind of ever you find out she's the director. Right, so you're yeah. like, oh, okay. So, but that it felt a little flat because of the way you know. Yeah, we. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, she's go, been a victim yeah. of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. a bit. Anyway, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, I said. I think part of my letdown in that was the fact that I think Sam Wilson is an awesome character in the MCU, and <laughs> I just feel like this wasn't a solid payoff to him inheriting the shield change. directly from Steve Rogers. You know, at, at the end of Endgame. Cool. So. Third one was Loki. I liked Loki. Um, I, as I think of back on it now, because it was a while ago, some of it is kind of forgettable, but the series as a whole I thought was really well done. And the thing I like about Loki is it's different. If you look at that series as opposed to some of the other uh, properties <laughs> in Phase 4, it's a very different animal in a cool way. It's very 
it's very old school Marvel comic books, Jamie. Remember right. how they just were all over the place sometimes and all these different weird characters get it in the mix and you're like, why is there an alligator with a Thor hat on in, or a Loki hat on? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like yeah. that should make no sense yeah. at all. But but in that context, it does. What did you think about Loki, Chris? You know, I liked the first um, the first episode. I remember just thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be such a great series. Yeah. And it's one of those that fell into, what do they call it, the Netflix dip? Where like it starts off strong, gets real boring, and then ends strong. Oh sure. And I just I felt like this just yeah I thought episode one of Loki was fantastic. I love the variant. You know, let's follow the variant and the concept of these variants. Right. It's it's one of those. It probably should have been a movie. Probably. Yeah. But I think the what I'm what I'm really hoping is by the time we're done with Avengers five, which is the Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. By the time we're done with that, I think there's going to be a Loki's going to carry a lot more significance than originally. Because one of the things I loved is the end where we see Jonathan Majors as a Kang variant. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then the fact that when Loki's variant kills him, and he's basically saying, "Hey, I'm keeping all of my variants at bay." At check, yeah. And yeah. you know, see if you you know, yeah. And then when he <laughs> says, "See you soon," right, <laughs> right before he dies, right. and you know, yeah. Then and then obviously we're seeing like Ant Man Quantumania is going to introduce this Kang that this next version of Kang that doesn't look like he's going to be fucking around. The badass. And uh, the badass. so I think I think Loki will carry a lot more weight down the road. And I think this is probably just one of those things where, like, I'm going to put five dollars in the bank or yeah. in, in, on a stock, and the payoff will be we'll hopefully watch. down the road. Yeah. But it's it right now doesn't have a, a, lot, a lot of value. So Loki was just okay to me. Yeah, um, yeah. I, maybe a half a step more than um, than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But okay, I thought it just started and ended strong. But other than that, man, I'd it's maybe, kind of forgettable yeah, in the middle. I'd maybe okay. you know maybe five Loki daggers. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Ed, what do you how, how do you feel about Loki? Um. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I I agree I agree with Chris. Yeah, I think I do too. I mean, I like Loki, and I, I and the stuff I said I, I believe right on. But I, you're right. There was a dip in the middle, and, and it does get a little bit slow after the first episode. So th- this was very much a um a one division, but the first three or four were in the middle of Loki. <clears throat> you know, it started off strong, and then you're like, "Oh my gosh!" I think the character, some of the big characteristics of Phase Four are um, uh, Avenger team transitioning. It's like we're resetting the the Marvel character yeah, the lineup. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you know, um, so we're starting to see some of the people that are going to move forward <clears throat> if they move forward or have a really big impact in the in the Kang overall um, um, storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think part of, a, a big part of this, unfortunately, of Marvel of Phase 4 is hyperbole. Um, they they just put too much content in this phase. Um, it's almost super saturated. I would agree um, with that, Eddie. I think that's it, a really good point. And, and, I, and I think because I've watched them all, you know, it's it's so difficult, at least in my mind, mm-hmm. and, I'm, you know, in my mind is already cluttered, to remember who was where, yeah. when, and how, and why. And I'm now introduced after WandaVision into Loki, and I'm seeing all of these new variants and characters and wondering how... Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I thought some of these characters, especially these variants, were really cool and heroic. You know, and they came into their own as the, as the Loki we didn't necessarily expect Loki to be. Right, <clears throat> um, and we see the development of Loki in general, um, but um, yeah, I, I I thought as with others, and unfortunately others down the line, 
um, that's it's, it's just very it's hyperbolic. It's a good point, and it's a it's a point that uh, actually comic book um, readers ha- have made of the Marvel universe for years. That there's just literally too much lore to keep straight sometimes in the comic books. Um, for, when Jamie and I first started uh, uh, collecting comic books, what the editors used to do was they would put a little note. Um, right. um, this this happened in uh, X Men uh, uh, right. yeah. number five, right? So, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and so if you wanted and you were able, you could go get that book and, and figure it out. Figure it out, right? Yeah. The problem, to your point, Ed, was. How do you do that? It got bigger and bigger yeah. and yeah. more and yeah. more. Yeah. And then at a certain point, it got so bad they tried to I mean, they tried and failed to restart. That's why you restart a whole these. right mm-hmm. new right. Marvel universe. It's like crap. Right. New universe. Right. New exactly. universe was a disaster <sighs> for that publisher. And, yeah. and but it, it was but they were trying to fix exactly, exactly what, what you're, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's it's a it's a valid point. It is. And, and I think yeah. you're right. There's a lot of content for Phase 4. I mean, is yeah. Phase 4 the, the biggest release um, in terms of content than yes. the other phases? Yes. Yeah. And the most scattered. Yes. Because and of, the most... And, because and, of, and for me, that that's my biggest problem with Phase yeah. 4. I mean, if, if I were to keep, yeah. you know, several of the movies and shows um, for Phase 4, you know, I, I, I think um, Shang-Chi would be one of them. Oh, Loki! I, I, I think good movie. I, I think <laughs> I think Loki should have been turned into a movie. Yeah, agreed. You know, agreed. I, 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 there's there are certain things that I wish they would not have dealt in because to to y'all's point earlier with um, um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, again hyperbole. So much going on, so much do, so much you know happening, um, and again you you recognize yeah we have to redefine the Avengers team. We have to under, we we have to. We have to redefine the landscape because Endgame, you know, changed the dynamic of the entire universe, right? So I I, I get it, but Marvel Four, Marvel Phase Four, to me feels like it's a it's a narrative in, in Disney greed or Marvel greed or whatever. We we want to release everything right now because we want you to see it, and this is also. Um, within and post pandemic, so we weren't able to release what we were at the time that we wanted to, and so we're just going to throw and vomit all of this crap out to you. I, so, I honestly could not agree with you more, Ed. There, there was a lot of greed in Phase so, Four. However, <clears throat> there was also that's that's the business side of it. But but, but that, that on impacts the, create, the content, of course it does. I mean, I could the not quality, agree with you more. Yeah, absolutely, could not agree with you more. So on the creative side, however. Yeah. There was some really cool stuff that was attempted, and and some was carried off very well, some not so much. But thank you for the attempt. Right. So Loki is the first time I started to feel the chopping stretch. Yeah. Of that. Uh, God, that's too many episodes. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, I loved the parts I loved about it, but this was the first, and this is early. This is number three in this thing. Right. This is when I started really to feel the stretch, and I'm just like. God, and this is, this is where the episodes. weekly thing. So ca- yeah. say say what we will about Falcon and Winter Soldier. At least Falcon and Winter Soldier delivered forty five minutes to an hour each week. Each right. Week. right. Loki was the first one where we got a freaking twenty three twenty three minute episode and had that's to wait. ridiculous. And it was like and it was stretched in a way. I was like, uh, yeah, and it, yeah. I, okay. That's where I really started to get that's extremely. I, frustrated. I can remember mm-hmm. the night it came out, and w- the three of us were watching it. Jamie, we weren't talking yet right, at right. that time, mm-hmm. but the three of us were talking about it, and Chris was like, 
This episode is fucking 23 minutes. 23 And Ed was like, minutes. yeah, this sucks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, with, with many, of the, many of these episodes, and not just low-key, yeah. and not just because of this was 23 minutes, I always come back and say, man, more action, less talk. Right. Not, give me, no, give he, me just if it's going to be 20, more yeah. action. And th- yeah. that's, so, that's coming back to the streaming format, right? Like, we yeah. need to stretch the shit out so that we can stretch it across, like Jamie had said earlier, well, this needs to go and, from mid-March... Through early May, so that we can. And that's why I love these conversations of, with uh, you guys because when I watched Loki, I put the stretch out of my head. I did too. I was I like, too. you know what? I did too. Uh, yep. I didn't like that, but I loved it because I loved the introduction of the 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 Kang, he that shall not be named. Yep. I loved the multiverse. But having this conversation with you guys, like, <clears throat> I realized like this is the first one too much. where that stretch started yep. to yeah. really start to. It's a good point. And it really um, is. Yeah. Um, next one, uh, Black uh, Widow movie what do we guys you know the problem with black widow for me um and i keep starting because i started first i'll I'll just start again it's way out of whack with everything else in my opinion and this is nothing against black widow i love the character i love scarlett johansson's portrayal of that character i love um what's her name pew um um, florence p florence pew Mm -hmm. she's great in this um, I like uh, you know her her adoptive parents, Red Guardian. the Red Guardian. I love that, <laughs> but it's like we didn't get any kind of female superhero movie for such a long time because the powers of B think those don't make money or whatever. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Um, and then they kind of um, this is what we got. Well, what happened? What what happened there? And I agree. It's several. Yeah. Year, it was several years too late. Right. Yep. We should have had it earlier. Yep. And it was they had that the mindset of female-driven superheroes, mm-hmm. and then Wonder Woman came out. Right. They made shitloads of money for DC. Like, oh, okay. And this is the one time boot. Marvel was behind the ball and was like, right. oh, well, we better. Yeah, this showed that this will work. But by Which that time, so it's like dumb. you've already, you've already right. killed the character. Right. And, right. and I, I'm right. not. I th- I totally agree with the decision. I think yeah. that actually her her sacrifice carried weight, weight. in the end uh, in time. the story. Big time. But by then it's like okay, well we've seen literally her her best, like when she fought Clint, right? Uh, you know, and to basically who's going to kill themselves, right? Or you know, for that to get the soul stone. Not just that, yeah. but her whole arc led up to that moment. Yeah. And you burnt yeah. the capital because this should have been the first one out of Phase Four. Like if you'd yeah. have got it right. immediately after Endgame. It would have landed better. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, if you look yeah. at um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, is it the one where he goes to Europe. Yeah, it's mysterious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, if you look at that one, that one was a fast follow. Like came out a month after Endgame. Right. And I think that worked that way because it's like, yeah, it's coming back to a small scale, but. It, you know, if we were to see Black Widow around that time, I think you're right. It would have worked. It would have worked a little better. And even in the early, the original release schedule, it was supposed to come out in May of 2020. Right, right. Which was literally a full the year after Endgame. Right, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, that's yeah. still too late. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, just, it was too know, late. This is probably the only movie that I think would have been great as a series. Yeah. Ooh, good point. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I didn't think about that. I think it plays too much import on on the movie, you know, and in our eyes, in the fans' eyes, yeah, you know, point, we're like, Ed. "What the fuck are you doing?" Good but Widow point, just Ed. gave her sacrifice. Good point, her Ed. Yep, yep. I didn't you know, think about just, that. I mean, give her a series. Let, let's do that. Make Loki a movie and and reassociate levels of importance yeah. or priority with the MCU. I mean, it would totally have agree. added it so much to her her character's arc in that movie because yeah. the problem with the movie is that why. 
Well, why, why do I care about this? Well, the, 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 because the movie, this stage the, of the movie the, is a, as part of the transitional elements of Avengers. Right. So we see Elena at the end. And no, of she's course. Kind of taking on that my role, point. But my point is, I've already cared about this character as much as I can care yeah. about her, and lost her. And <clears> you're <throat> going to give me this, yeah. right? And the transition to it's a good Elena, movie, but was weaker because of yes like and, was. and it wasn't it wasn't it didn't have the weight that it should have i don't feel like sh- that character comes into its own until you get to hawkeye and that's what i was ju- yeah, yeah. We, that's we'll get to yeah right. that, that but that's my problem <laughs> that's exactly my problem with uh with uh with black widow i liked it but yeah 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 all right jamie so what is the next on the list next one is shang chi uh and i'm gonna let you start with shang chi because this is when you actually have something nice to say about well, I mean, I, I've got something nice. To no, I'm kidding. All of, of them. I know. Well, most of them. Well, some of them. A couple. A couple of them. A couple of them. You know, uh, and it's funny because I, I I wrote down, um, and this is what I do. I, I write down the the episodes or or seasons or or what, whatnot <clears throat> for specific, um, um, I guess genres or whatnot, um, release dates, and. <clears throat> Then I put like check marks or hash marks for meh or X's for eh, didn't do it. And you know, the I, I think of eighteen, I've got eight X's. And I've got three, four mehs. Yeah. So I've got I mean there's like that's, what five solid yeah. five check marks yeah. or so. That's pretty this. good. So yeah. that, that's pretty good. And yeah. Shang Chi was a, a check mark for me. That was a good one. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is somebody that is brand new to the the Marvel, um, the MCU, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. <clears throat> we hadn't been introduced before. Um, there is a legend um, around his ten keys. <laughs> um, it's been it's been alluded to in previous movies. Um, the ten keys, um, rings. Ten rings, right? That's that's what I said, motherfucker. <laughs> I thought. Um, I thought ten rings, um, and uh, primarily in Iron Man. I think uh, Iron Man two, may, or maybe one, three. It was three. Yep, three uh, is three. three is the ten rings. I, yeah, I, the I, I, I think there's a couple of Iron Men that have reference to the ten rings. Um, there's also a um, a reference in Miss Marvel. Yeah, there's there a couple is. references throughout the yeah yep. throughout the, so, the, yeah. The, mm-hmm. so you know that because of all these references and because of of the involvement or or the reference from from phase three and phase two, mm-hmm. um, that um, you know this is potentially going somewhere um, in the in the overall arc of the of of phase. You mean uh, the Ten Ring storyline? The Ten Ring storyline. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, well, it's a major storyline throughout the comics as well, and um, that the the the, the Shang Chi's father, the Mandarin, is actually truly one of Iron Man in the comic books. Is one of his biggest biggest enemies, biggest, yeah, yeah, biggest, yeah. biggest yeah. Villain, villains. So. Yeah, but, but I guess wh- wh- I always try to differentiate the comic Marvel and the and the Fair. cinema yep. cinematic Fair. Marvel universe because the cinematic Marvel universe doesn't always get it right. Yeah, it, it doesn't That's always it, al- it doesn't always I agree translate. Yeah, yeah. Um, well. Um, I mean, for for instance, you know, Namor in Black Panther isn't the same Namor that we saw in the Black Panther comic book. Two different types of of civilizations, two different types of 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 antihero, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the the character was similar. His background was a little different. 
like the like where he came came from, but the character was very much like the character. The, the the, there were similarities. There there were similarities between the Namor and the Marvel universe, the cinema, cinematography or cinematic universe, and the comic book. I mean, when you when I mean, you more th- than you think, I'm thinking. Hmm. So one of the things like I like his disdain for the surface world, that's pretty right on. His yeah, but but that those are those are characteristics of that that character in, in general. I'm, I'm, oh, I guess I'm missing your point then. Yeah. And anyway, when I'm for for Shang Chi, I'm I, I really enjoyed it because we're introduced to something new. Mm. We're mm. we're introduced to some really good, uh, um, well, good writing. I thought yeah. the writing was good. The yeah, the, was ac- good. the acting was good as well. Um. I, I thought the the legend and the lore, you know, um, culturally were were um, were visually uh, stimulating. Yeah, you know, I, I thought it was really awesome to watch the fight scenes, especially at the end. I will say that the middle of it was a little sketch for me. I, you know, I uh, that's a that's a second act problem <clears throat> for a lot of movies. Yeah, I mean, it, so much so that I I think I may have nodded off for about five minutes. You know, and then I woke up when you know the 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 action started, you know, um, <clears throat> or when when everybody went over to the. Um, Is this one we saw together? Did we see this one together? I, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm a 50 years old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but I do remember like enjoying the first part, the introduction, what he can do, his sister, um, the potential love interest, and then they're 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 going to his mom's. Um, um, land or town or whatever, and right about that point, I I started to doze off. Okay, and, and right when they started to get ready to battle his father, you're coming back. I, I'm I came back. My oh, well, you okay. came back at the right time. Yeah, I did. But I mean, fighting you know, food dogs—that's good stuff. Fighting food dogs are already good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, uh, listen, the one of the high points of that film for me is Aquafina. I think she's awesome. She's great in that movie. She's a perfect comedic touch. But she, which one's Aquafina? His, she's the female lead. Yeah, his uh, his friend. Is she an actor or a singer? She's an actress. Okay, and a singer, I think. I don't know. I, I can't. I mean, remember. she's got a singer's name, so it sounds. She does have a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I or 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 uh, a hairspray. Well, <laughs> and I didn't know that much about her until I saw the movie, and then I went back and watched her show. Her show is a riot. What what show is this? <sighs> I don't. I don't. Ha- I'm not have tr- to ask I me. I didn't know this. I'll, I'll, I'll was, give it. Give me one second. I'll pull it up I'll, on the. I'll interweb. stall for you, Dunk. I, I didn't know that she was. Uh, a, I didn't know she was a popular actress outside of I, this. I didn't either. Like I thought uh, she was one of the newer, you know, genre. She. Of, she, she is. So. Uh, okay. <clears throat> the show is called Aquafina. Is Nora from Queens? Is is Nora from Queens a character from another movie? Or? It's her. It's her show. It's her comedic show. It's on. Um, is her name really it, Nora? In the show. Oh, but not in real life. No. I mean, her parents didn't name her Aquafina. They might have. I doubt it. I, I, okay. I don't know. Named you after the water. Dude, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> off air, I could tell you some crazy names. My wife's had to, had kids with some pretty crazy names. So Like Absidy? <laughs> yeah, so Absidy's probably my favorite And Shatad? I don't know that one. A shithead, but, but you pronounce it Shatad. Nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, Shang-Chi, I thought, um, first that was the, only, that was the, the first... Um, no, the second Marvel movie, or that was the second movie after the pandemic that we went back to the movies. Oh, right. Uh, right. To see it. I thought, I, I love Shang-Chi, and I'll tell you why. It's the first Marvel movie where the villain was sympathetic. Like, the villain yeah. was just trying to basically reunite with his love. Right. Was, 
it was totally relatable and you know there was no um I'm you know I'm just doing this because I'm evil or whatever else he was it was sympathetic you know he was, he was it was easy to to understand his plight yeah and I, I really liked that um, the other thing is in the middle of the pandemic we had all the idiots that were attacking Asian people because oh, of that's right that's right uh, because of COVID and um, this was the first one where it was like the press, I thought the, the press around this was interesting because everybody except Marvel was basically saying, oh, this is a big statement for Asian <laughs> people and blah, 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 to stand up to all the, the Asian hate in the country. And the movie was just, it was an enjoyable movie that didn't fit this, let's shove this in your face. It's Marvel, you know, making a statement pro-Asian, whatever. You know, because you know, to meet the the media's narrative. To me, it was a modern this. kung fu flick. I, I I thought, yeah. It, yeah. I and and the character was. I, I thought the character was great. I became a real fan of the actor just knowing that. He oh, he's was awesome. Just a little while before that, he was in. He was literally like a stock photo yeah. model. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. you know, right. Um, so I I enjoyed it. Um, the thing that this is also the first Phase Four movie that, and all these after credit scenes now do this, is they're setting up. Um, they would call it the mystery box, right? Like we're gonna set up this stuff and right. these threads right, yeah. that maybe we'll yeah. come revisit later. I don't maybe know. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, and this is the first one where we see that, you know, the rings are sending a signal to deep space. What is it? You know, we don't we don't know. Oh, that's a good callback. Um, I totally no, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Extraterrestrial going to how yeah. they're much, much older. Right, that's um, right. But I enjoyed it. I thought Shang Chi easily could have fit in any of the other phases. It was something totally different and it was a brand new hero. We didn't need a another hero from the MCU to kind of shepherd this guy in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. Well, it throws back to a lineage that Marvel and DC have in the 70s, which is um, that tie to the kung fu and martial arts films of the time. Uh, the comic books had, uh, you know, a lot of titles that were in that vein as well. You think of Iron Fist or, or Shang-Chi or, um, you know, any, any of those. Um, that, that, there, there's, a, there's a WB animated... Um, animation. It's a Batman story, but it's not. It's really it's a it's a 70s kung fu film that they did. Um, right, Art of the Dragon. Yes, um, that's oh, the one. That one was it's so good because so so it's yeah, yeah. such a, a a beautiful nostalgic throwback to that type of movie and that type of film from the 70s that you just don't get a lot of anymore. And these these were not. These were not well-made movies all the time. They were not substantively uh, amazing scripts or anything like that. But the action was good. They were fun to watch. You go on Saturday mornings to the Kung Fu Theater. We had one in Amarillo. And, and all they did was play Kung Fu movies. Yeah. And you go on Saturday morning, and you could watch three Kung Fu movies for $1.50. And, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I think about when I think about Shang-Chi. Just, just pushed up to that that premium level, you know. <clears throat> so for Shang Chi, for my this was the first one where I was like, it was okay for me. Um, and oh, this were, is interesting. There were I'm very interested. <laughs> the highs and the lows average it out to be okay. Okay. So like, I loved. I'm a big Shang Chi fan. Mm -hmm. Um, this was the first one that veered too far off of the kind of origin for me um and this goes into the whole mandarin and you know just the the complexity of that story. they did take a lot of liberty they took a lot story. of liberty and You're that right. was the piece that brought it down like so all of the pieces that you thought like i 
love um, uh, Samu Lu. I loved his portrayal of of Shang Chi. It veered too far off of the um, original story for me. Not a big Aquafina fan. Um, oh, that's funny. The, <laughs> I'm just raving about her. Yeah, the <laughs> in credits were awesome. Like I said, so it wasn't like there were you know there there were too many plot divergence and holes for me but the quality of the movie it's it's the same feedback you guys have for eternals yeah taken out of the marvel um scope for me this movie was fantastic okay interesting. put it back into the marvel scope for me and that's weird a little too far from the source yeah yeah, 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 a little bit for me that's that's but it was still great like don't get me wrong it's just like well "Eh, we don't have that baggage i never read shang chi when i when uh it was a comic book so i don't have that bag so i certainly appreciate and this is the one where the baggage serves as a disservice for me for as opposed to you know having a historical knowledge well especially if you love the character yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a moment in this one though that i thought was funny where um you know when Ben Kingsley was the Mandarin in Iron Man Three, so right? Every like comic right. book fans as a whole were pissed, pissed because it was just a reinterpretation of the character. It was, it was. And then there's a there's a Disney one shot called uh, I think it's called Oh, it's so that funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hail, Hail to the King yeah. or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where that where it follows him in prison, and this is right. on Disney Plus, and right. uh, and then at the end of it, it ends with the Mandarin would like to speak with you. That's the thing. And, I one of the things I did appreciate about yeah. this movie them pulling back off of you know this re you know kind of imagining of the Mandarin that was fun and I yeah. well I like the mockery that they did too they did where, do it right where right. his character basically and I'm, his name is escaping me right now it's the one thing I didn't write down earlier but uh, the part where he basically says like they named me after an orange no no so so Aquafina was a rapper yeah. oh she was a rapper yeah. okay and she okay. came to prominence with her song My Vag. Oh, and of course. She, and then she released a, um, uh, she released a, that old ditty, an album. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, her name is Nora Lum. Nora, so, from Queens. Yeah, from from uh, Stony Brook, New York. Stony Brook. But okay, close. okay, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, but get, thanks for the uh, callback, Jared. Um, so cool. All right, so Shang Chi, moving right along. What's on the next on the list, Jamie? Um, what if the what ifs are next? The what ifs. Yeah. I didn't okay. really care for the what ifs. Okay. I don't know. I, I just, I you know, I, I, I watched them. I saw them. You're like, yeah, this has happened already. What about the how-tos? Did you like those? I, I don't <laughs> No, but I like the but-thens. Uh, the but-thens I thought were better than the how-tos. Again, I, I really like the animation style they did with What Ifs. It's it's beautiful. It's a oh, beautiful animation. animation, animation style. was great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the stories, to your point, Ed, were kind of... <laughs> okay, what if not? Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, so what, those, what if? But and those not, were those not, were what ifs, right? That's why I not, loved them because they were what ifs. All of them, either some sure, of them, sure, I sure, really, sure, really sure, enjoyed. Sure, sure. The, where yeah. it came off the rails for me were were stories that nobody cares about. Well, I won't say nobody cares about, but that that were really irrelevant. So it starts off with what if the thing I loved about the first episode when they had the narrator, the watcher. And he's showing, we're basically watching an animated version of the first Captain America. Yeah. And where they tell her, uh, they tell um, Peggy, you might want to watch from up there. And then she said, no, I'm going to stay down here. And then the watcher narrates saying, well, in this moment, this decision was made that changes and creates a a, a separate universe or a spin, you know, essentially a variant universe. Right. And obviously things things happen differently because she chose to stay down there versus go up and watch from the... The, the the observation deck, but um, I thought that did really really well. I thought the zombie 
one was probably my favorite of all of them. Zombies was fun. Zombies was fun. Was really good. Was uh, I do agree. There were a few where it was kind of uh, like I, I just they were things where it's like they weren't really what ifs that I really cared about, but they ca- they carried a lot more significance when Chadwick Boseman died. Like I didn't care to snow. Yeah. What if Chitala led the Guardians of the Galaxy? Right. Like, nobody like that was not something anybody really. Well, be, like, let's be honest. Nobody was really like, man, that would just be what a. What well, a that, cool story. See, but, we're missing a point here. Right. And, and the point is, this the What If series is actually directly attributed from a comic book series. Oh, it, it absolutely is, if. yeah. And they've, they've translated What Ifs to Star Wars. Oh, I, yeah. I've, yeah. I've got star issues of st- What If Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and so. the, their point, again, to is to show you how the multiverse gets created. Like, right. And, and the Watcher is the one that kind of laid that down. That's why I like these. Like I said, the stories, some of them are, you know, you're more interested yeah. in than others. But the reason why I like them is because they stuck with the comic book accurate, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. I did like so, that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Some of them are, like, it was fun take the the T'Challa one you know have you know taking him from earth as opposed to but like it wasn't like to your point yeah. it wasn't like Meh. well it, but it carried it carried I, a big like significance that was here's the thing but i none of the none of the stuff that i like was like man about bothers me bothers it was me. Right. still right, 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 a good right, right, right. and enjoyable right. show yeah, 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 a series yeah. i i did like it yeah yeah it wasn't it didn't set the world on fire for me but it was enjoyable i did enjoy it i i would have liked to have seen it under the umbrella of a multiverse, you know, if if because we're we're delving into a multiverse trilogy, I think in terms of faces. Well, explain what you mean. What, yeah, well, I'm what about way? to? What about to? Hey, do it now. I'm, I'm fucking. You know, <laughs> crazy. If you don't shut up and let me talk, I'll I'll do it, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> ding ding. Um, what, what what I'm what I'm meaning is, I, I think phase uh, four is probably the first of two or three. Installments into the multiverse um, realm, right? The the saga of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the what if, like to Jamie's point, does a really good job in telling us the what ifs from a multiverse perspective. I I, I do think that, um, considering that we've already been introduced to the multiverse in in Loki, um, and in in Wandavision, it would have been great to put that same multiverse narrative around the what if scenarios so people aren't saying well this isn't just a what if this is a possibility within different versions of the of the multiverse that that, that exists right like that but, world but exists the, like that is a that running is what they're saying, isn't it? universe that is well, not that is, to the level that Ed's talking the, about I, yeah. I hear what he's saying so there they like there were hey these were this would be cool if as opposed to this is a universe out there. Like, there, like there are, there's a place out there now where T'Challa. I have to rewatch them because I, I think right. I missed that. As, as opposed reason. to actually watching a, an alligator Loki, you know, that's right next to you. <laughs> hey, this is. <laughs> well, that, that's where I think this this one should have come before Loki because when you right. really I, look at yeah. the, the yeah. breakdown of the multiverse, I think the simplistic approach in the very first episode where. Again, we go to that decision, yeah. and the watcher saying, "This is what this creates is what creates the diversity." A spinoff, yeah. That right. that right there, I think, uh, if that's your first introduction to what the multiverse is, I because then in Loki, the tree better. makes more yeah. sense. Yep. Like when you see it kind of branching yeah, off. Yeah, like, gotcha. Oh, okay, gotcha. That's, those are the decision points. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Next, next, next one we've already talked about uh, Eternals. Um, we've we've, we've hit the Eternals, yeah. and we, you know, look, we we hit the Eternals on a whole episode. It's actually one of our um, more listened to episodes as well. Uh, that would be. Let me pull it up here. 
The Eternals. What episode was it? Control F Eternals. Mm. <laughs> tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so that would have you been know, uh, uh, oh, episode okay. seven, dear reader. Yeah, <laughs> well, episode seven. And, and right. I'm looking for the. I like that dear. Starts dear. different. Yeah, episode seven. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, yeah. If you want to go back and listen to our our, our thoughts and feelings about uh, the Eternals. Um, <laughs> next on the list. Yeah, next on the list is Hawkeye. This is one that I really, really liked. Yeah, yeah. I really, really liked Hawkeye. Um, first, I like. I like Clint Barton as a cool character. Um, I like that they introduced um, um, the the young lady uh, the way they did. What's her name, Jamie? It's Kate Bishop. Oh, Kate, Kate Bishop, Bishop, thank yeah, you. Sure. Uh, that just popped out. I'm not another, Jamie, but I can tell you that. Yeah, um, I, 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 I like that story. That one is another one that kind of lost its way for an episode and a half right. in the middle. Right, um, one or two episodes too long. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. but there are some high points of that show, yeah, too. Yeah. The... the 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 mafia the bros I oh, love those guys love the tracksuit oh, track oh I love that that was hey, so bro funny. I yeah. love that that's funny yeah. um and, and I like all the ties between um one thing that Echo, that the MCEU has done really well uh, with Clint Barton is they made him a family man and they've made his whole thing have more appeal and meaning in the comics he's kind of a smart ass kind of uh, not smart ass, but kind of a uh, fast talking. That's fair. Type yeah. of guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's Loner, not as much right, yeah, in the MCEU. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've they've put a more uh, a little bit more dimension and thought into his character. Right. So like, that that was you know that was my my appreciation for for that show. It fell I, like you. I think it um, I think it fell flat in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I this introduced the kingpin into the MCU. Yep. Which right. Great, yeah. That's a, great a good, that's a good yeah. call and out. Echo, which that was, uh, and Echo. That's and right. Echo. Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. think any of us really saw that coming. Yeah, no. We never not at that. All. She was never in anything never, leading yeah. up to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whoa! And now we're getting a series for her. Like, right. Um, <clears throat> but I you know the, uh, that was another one where it fell kind of flat. Gave another mystery box where Hawkeye's wife is a pem- uh, member of Shield. Yeah. That's cool. And, yeah, uh, and yep. you know that's I, true. That's so. True. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about that. We'll see if they pay that well, off. It makes sense. Th- well, I mean, where else is it going to meet anybody? Well, <laughs> that's what I was just about to say. And who would you know be okay with his lifestyle, right? Right. You know? right. But she was also like, you know, hey, I'm going to give this up and live on the ranch in the middle of nowhere, you know, for for the kids. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about Hawkeye. I, I on paper, it should have really worked, and I didn't hate it. But it was, I think, kind of like your what if. This for me was like. It was just kind of there. Yeah, I, I, you I know, feel had, you. it had some high points and it had some. I tell you, I'm going to rewatch it over my Christmas break because it's a Christmas story. Christmas right, right. Show, and yeah. I definitely like that part of it. Um, I, I think I'd had higher um, expectations for the uh, her stepdad. Oh, he's, he's he plays a character named Lalo in Better yeah. Call right. Saul because right. like he was so good in Better yeah. Call Saul. Yeah, and then you know he was just kind of you know just kind of kind of a jackass you know? on this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a doofy jackass on top yeah, of that. He yeah. really is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Ed, what did you? How, how did you feel about? Um, um, uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, I thought it was meh. Yeah, I it was. A, it was another meh for you. Yeah, it was another meh for me. I mean, I, it fell flat. I think, like to Chris's point, um, there are certain things out of it that it. And and what, look, guys, when, when I say meh. I'm not saying that I hate it. No, right. no, no, we know. We know. I'm saying that they were good and they were bad for me. Yeah, well, let me you ask know, you this: it, Does it have anything to do with the character that they're they're referencing it, that the story's about? I love does Hawkeye. That, okay, well, that's what that's. I was that's a, really I was, my question to everybody. everybody. I, yeah. I, I was a Hawkeye fan. 
Um, this this show, um, this series, um, I wish would have done something better in terms of a plot line for Hawkeye. Uh, I'm not really sure what they were trying to do. Pass the torch. They're passing the torch. Yeah, y- yeah, but 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 they're doing a really bad job passing the torch. If there's a season two and a three, maybe I can see it. But so far, this this hasn't been shown for for yeah. a season two. I don't release. know that there's gonna be a season two. You know, I don't the, think. The, I think ex- it may have been yeah, a one. Yeah, the, the, the expectation. The expectation from uh, this is that you know his his um, student, whatever her name was, I forgot her name. Kate, 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 Kate Bishop. Kate yep. Bishop. That's right. Um, is going to to take on that that next. Sure, sure. Right, that, that she's taking the mantle on, yeah. But there was really no clear handoff here. In my head, there wasn't. There, there was no clear transition. And okay, I'm taking all of the burden that I that 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 I've taken on over these last several years, and now you're going to be responsible for, you know. It was a. It, it, to your point, it is a short after credit scene where they kind of do the handoff, and it is. It is very so, curt. So yeah. there was a okay. there was a thing I brought up in, in Obi Wan when we talked about Obi Wan, and this was the first series for me that I really started to feel. And this is my last thing on Hawkeye. Yeah. When you look at their suits and uh, the costumes, and it it didn't look movie quality to me. Oh. And when you look at the Ronin, when you look at yeah. look at the costumes that Hawkeye wore in uh, in the Avengers movies. And it's like now let's go to Kate Bishop in pur- uh, purple spandex, right? And, and I just started to yeah. feel the whole. You started to feel the pandemic effects of yeah, yeah. That and, sort of stuff and then the other part yeah. was Yelena when she showed up in in uh, high point in high Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was a was a great point. But then when we actually see her in a black widow suit, it looks literally like you know. I, I mean, like a, a low end. There's cosplays that are a lot better. I'll have to look at it again because I don't know if I caught that. But when yeah, you I compare get that point. when you compare what yeah. she's wearing to you know what we used to see uh, Scarlet. Uh, I mean that not the actress, but I'm, I'm breaking part of her name. But the original Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Natasha. 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 Yeah, Romanoff. Yeah. I agree with that. So my whole thing was it was okay for me. Like there were and those type things was what brought down that layer. So there were it was three two episodes too long for me. And the thing that they should have spent the time in those two episodes to do, they didn't. You got an after credit scene for the handoff of the mantle, but then you wasted two That's full a really episodes good criticism. on yeah. just crap, right? So, but I love Hawkeye. Yep. I love Kate Bishop. Yep. I love that they introduced a new young Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, the same conversation we were having about Black Widow and the weight kind of Lord Yelena's show up for me because since you drew off the timing of, you know, this whole, you know, the whole um, Natasha's death, now her sister comes to avenge her death and she easily believes that Hawkeye, her best friend was, that killed her. Like there were some things that All of, I get you. You know what I'm saying? It is problematic. All of that aside, um... It it's one of the series that felt the most to me like a comic book, uh, like a like a four issue I, special. I agree one-off. with you. That's you what, what I'm saying. Mean? So I loved her interaction with Kate, and you know when they first met. So they, like I was saying, there were two episodes too long, and you could have used those two episodes to do the true handoff for me. To That's your all. That's all. point, yeah. Florence Pugh's character. What is her name? What is that character's name? Uh, Yelena. Right, mm-hmm. you just said it. Sorry, <laughs> Elena. Um, I don't feel like I knew her 
until, until this one. Right. This show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love her. Cool. She right. was really right. she was a high point yeah. of this. Yeah. The to Chris's point, the the um Kingpin was a high point of this. Right. Um mm-hmm. I like how they tied those those two. Two two worlds in, and we started to see. Oh, good! Disney's finally bought enough companies that we that we all our characters back together again. But yeah, look, I, uh, I I you guys have made some really good points. I still really like Hawkeye. I, for whatever reason, I just like it more than I like some of the others. I don't know. Why. And this, this didn't diminish the Hawkeye character. I, no, no, not, not at all. all. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. So next one was Spider Man. We talked our, our heads off. About we've talked. No we've way got home. an episode yeah. on Spider Man yeah. No Way Home, and I, I I have to tell you after, uh, that Ep- one, episode four, dear listeners. Thank you. Chris. <laughs> Good job. That Good job. <laughs> that um the the longer we go on, the more I am. Uh, my opinion changes to Ed's. Mine do. Uh, it is After not. Watches. Yeah, I've watched it a few times. So good as it I just, well, I just rewatched Sp- Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was watching 300 when I was working out at home. Okay. I, had the, I had those generators in my garage, so I couldn't run out there with the gas. Oh. So I started going to the gym. I couldn't watch 300 because there's nudity in it at the gym, right? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So I was thinking, well, what am I going to watch? So I started watching Far From Home, and I, I or No Way Home, rather. And I yeah. just you, re- save, you save the male nudity for home, right? So, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, the um, the uh, so having just literally had a fresh uh, viewing of No Way Home, I can actually say so. I the parts I love, I love. I even still love. More. Yeah, right. I, I yeah. loved even more. Yep. Yeah. But I can see, and and this is really what I thought was interesting. That I want to bring up is when we start talking about the release. When we were talking about the release orders being affected mm-hmm. by this, I do find, especially on a rewatch of it, the. Um, Doctor Strange's character as a whole is off, and I think had Multiverse of Madness right. been released beforehand, it, I think all a lot of the stuff. I totally see what you're talking I'm gonna about. Ca- I'm going to do this. Totally see what you're Spell about. and all this stuff. I think right. all that yep. stuff probably would have fit a little. Would have had more weight had we seen gone through this, and that yep. led me down a rabbit hole to read that. Yeah, America Chavez actually was going to be involved in exactly the individual right. No way right. home. Uh-huh. Right, and the fact that she's right. not that you know it's like well that another uh, turf. Yeah, yeah. 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 So thanks, COVID. Didn't <laughs> yeah, ruin they, us for two years. Yeah. You ruined MCEU too, sucker. Yeah. But I, but I, I will say just what I what I loved about No Way Home. I loved even more. And yeah, I, I still I agree with that. I still no, will say I, I, I enjoyed think the movie still. Like what? Yeah. Just the the you see, I thought it was. <laughs> like, what I don't mean. I don't mean that to be. We've already had that episode. See, see episode four. But in short, in short, four, in short, it resets Spider Man to the classic Spider Man. Yeah. And right. It's a love letter to the character. Right. I you don't and I'm sorry, you still don't get rid of Marissa Tomei as Aunt May, but whatever. But well the other the other thing is going about yeah, that going right. all out the way they did, the other thing coming back to the business piece is they yes. were good. They were going to be done after right. No Way Home. Yeah, right. And yeah. apparently, the story goes that Tom Holland was drunk and literally called Kevin Feige and Amy, whatever her name is from Sony, yeah. got them to talk to negotiate, and they came up with we'll do one more movie at a minimum. And now they signed another deal where they're going to do like a, a new trilogy. That's right. Like, you can feel the business. Stuff, you can feel the business impacts in this movie. But so this much one, I think, like, was also okay. a case of hey, yeah. we need to you know if this is the last one we're going to do with Tom Holland as as our Spidey, then how the hell do we do it and go how balls to the wall with right. everything? And well, it's and it's a and, shame and too. make enough of a, of a disconnect yeah. so if he goes a different way, then we can. You know, yeah. yeah. But I will say that again. My I think I think. My my opinion has come down a little bit, on, especially as the dot and the Doctor Strange realm of it. Yeah, I think yeah. That, you know, understanding the release date being completely the, the wrong. The time yeah. screw it up being off is yeah. really there's there's a lot that that affected, yeah. and I don't think I really realized that till we talked about it. You know, cool, cool. All right, next one was Moon Knight. 
which Love was my all-out favorite. We had a great all episode about yep. Moon Knight. Um, I wasn't there. Yeah, it was well. It was one of our catch-up. Yeah, we 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 kind of did a couple of shows yeah, that and episode and, five. Yeah, episode yeah, five, right on. episode five, and we uh, we kind of went through Moon Knight. Um, it's a different Marvel story. The comic book was a different Marvel comic book, but um, look, I, I I love the lead. I love the show, uh, and I really liked, especially like the the last two episodes were really really great of that series. I, I think there's a nice tie-in to Black Panther with Moon Knight. Do we? Yeah. You know, I, and, I, yeah. and I loved yeah. it. I, I, and this is not me knowing anything about the comic books and if there's a tie-in, but you, you can definitely see where they're going. Yeah. You know, r- um, relative to the um, to the mythos. Yeah. That, right. That's a good observation, Ed, because Black Panther is an avatar, the yeah, avatar past, right? And right. there are stories out there, rumors that, you know, no one's confirmed um, that he was initially supposed to be in that scene where they all come back together, all the avatars on the world come back into the mm-hmm. the uh, they walk through the the portal to inside of the the uh, pyramid. There's rumors out there that you know before you know Chadwick passed away that he was actually going to be you know in that room. Oh, that would have been the, cool. Yeah, the avatars that come, cool. come together because that that'd been awesome. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So there, yeah, that'd be awesome. But we lost him unfortunately yeah. before that it was able to happen. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've we, we've. Talked about Moon Knight. I think it's probably as much we as we have. need to. Uh, yeah. it, the next it, one's Doctor Strange, and we've talked about that one too. Yeah, we we did a whole episode on Doctor yeah. Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. I will say, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness is our lowest rated episode. If you haven't checked it out yet, yeah. listeners, go go check it out. It's worth a listen. Um, Wait, our lowest rated or our lowest uh, heard? Listen, listen to, listen to, right, rated, okay, yeah, rated. I mean, listen okay. to. I guess. Dude, that was episode can, six. Can people rate our episode podcast? six? Uh, they can like it. Okay. They can like it. They can rate it to their friends at home. They can spread the word. They can do that. That they can find the Geek Culture Cast on Anchor.fm. They can. Uh, or any of the other Spotify, wherever you Apple Apps, or Amazon podcast. Your podcasts. favorite podcasty place. Um, did you guys hear that? Um, just on an aside, and I won't diverge too much. Prime streaming is now the number one. Streaming service out there? Really? I that was a that. real surprise to me. Yeah, they overtook really? Netflix. Yeah, there, there is another um, p- platform. Um, not Time Warner. Uh, crap. What is the uh, the Heart? iHeart. iHeart Media. Oh, iHeart Radio. iHeart Radio. That, yeah, yeah. That's one of their things. iHeart. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I heard they're they're pretty big. They well. are, uh, but they're they have a lot of. Uh, uh, Terrestrial radio entanglements, because that all came from. What does um, that mean? What does that mean? The, the old school radio. So they, they have a lot of stations still out there. EMFM Tower. Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Uh, and so they were trying to compete with what what we're actually going to be streaming. using in about ten years after the big civil war. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so they're the ones that are going to be. They're going to ones that are going to win. <laughs> Terrestrial radio. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, so Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness was pretty much a uh, had some high points. Pretty much a big meh for for the team here. Um, that leads into Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, yeah. I love Miss Marvel, and I love Miss Marvel for a couple of reasons. And I, Chris, I completely understand where you're coming from in your dislike for Miss Marvel because you didn't get into it. I get it, man. It's not for everybody, but I'll tell you who it is for, and I love this. It's for my little girls. 
Yeah. It's for my little girls that have watched all of these male uh, comic <laughs> book heroes, and they want to be comic book heroes, but they don't have, you know, they have the, the Star Wars Wonder Woman and so on and so forth. But th- this uh, the story is a, is a is a love letter to the fandom first off, yeah, um, and a love letter to this really really unique and and cool character. And people could call me woke or whatever, but um, our world is not two colors. Um, and and um, I think Marvel has always done a good job of being ahead of the curve when it comes to. Any of these things, civil rights, women's rights, uh, gay rights, any of that, for whatever reason, uh, Marvel was always kind of ahead of the curve uh, of other media outlets uh, when, when regards to this. And and Miss um, Marvel is definitely an homage to those stories. And I, you know, look, I, the the actress that plays the the main uh, character, Kamala Khan, she's. Uh, no, yeah. she is totally off the street. I dug that. She did such a yeah. good job. Um, and there are greater implications that we have not seen yet that are coming in Phase 5. And I think that's going to make that story um, better as well. But that that's my two cents on it. Uh, I, I, again, I certainly appreciate what you're saying, Chris. So it do I. It is yeah. not for everyone. Not for everybody. And, I, and, and but, that's, that's, I think, the big thing yeah. that, and as a whole when you talk about, you know, hey, they've been ahead of the curve with these things. Yep. Not everything has to appeal to everybody. Right. You're you know, absolutely that's, right. You know, right. And, and that's okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong so with okay that. With you know? yeah. Yeah. The, the problem is when we think that it has to. Yeah. The problem is when you think you have to make everything. Everything's got to be so yeah. homogenized no. down that no, everybody... Would, no, yeah. you're absolutely I right. agree with Duncan. I yeah. loved it. Um, the, the biggest thing for me, it was very comic book accurate. Um, definitely getting a different view of you know superpowers and what that means it it is the you know female version of spider-man right back to that classic i'm a kid when i get these powers what does that mean i go to high school i have friends so what is those impacts and i i love that um it also was another reference to mutation right yes so they're starting to dig right. now into mm-hmm. hey bring this huge gaping hole in the marvel right, universe you had this thing right yeah, but yeah the bangle didn't give you your right, powers. It right. activated something inside of you, right? Yeah, so I was yeah. a big fan of that. I loved that piece. So I like the time yeah. travel in it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that was cool. I that like the cool. st- the history lesson that, oh. honestly, I didn't really know too much right. about. I really went into the, the, the split between yeah, India and Pakistan, India and, Pakistan and what that means. Yeah, it was good. What it was that meant really, to those really good. families. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, I think it shows a, a group of people that we as Americans may not know too much about. about right. We also got a show where we saw the inside of a of a, um, a Muslim mosque, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a place of worship. Yeah. I don't I don't see that yeah. on, on TV all the yeah. time, and it was interesting. Cool, cool. So yeah, definitely dug that one. Yeah, cool. Thirteen on the list. Ed's favorite. Ed's favorite Thor. Love and thunder. <laughs> and we don't have to reset hash this conversation. Shaking right? his head. So uh, the one thing though, I will say that yeah. we didn't really. T- you guys have heard me say this, but. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listening that didn't like Thor: Love and Thunder, go back and rewatch it, thinking of it as a flashback. Yeah, told from the it's story great, of Korg. Yeah, the yeah. the failure in this movie is that they did not have Korg narrate throughout the movie the whole thing. to remind the viewer that it is a flashback. That and he is that telling it totally. It, it it doesn't justify a lot of the goofy humor. Uh, it, sorry, it doesn't make the goofy, <laughs> ridiculous humor better. 
<laughs> but it does but it does actually contextualize why definitely it's there. go back and watch it and and then <laughs> and then realize how much more it sucks it's not that I, bad. You know, it oh, just was the most terrible ever picture ever written ever history ever oh my god it was terrible <laughs> Ed gave it only one half uh, tiger stripe boot. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it a shard of a, a millionaire. That's a that's a throwback to the uh, a shard. Right, the, yeah. Kirby's <laughs> original. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, agreed. Yeah, too many gaps for me. Like I, the, the gore was. Well, I mean, was, you know, uh, we, we we talk about movies that are in the in the voice of of another character. Sure. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. and this is. This is one that that is, it, yeah, and it d- does feel like that, and maybe that's why it it felt the way it did. But when you watch the first twenty minutes and you look at the acting and the script, <laughs> and you realize like they're they're forcing themselves to talk, yeah, or they're forcing themselves to be funny, or they're for you can tell the the contrivedness of, of it all, right? At, at least from my perspective. Right. This is from my perspective. No, no, no. I, but, th- I think but you've got I, something there, but, Ed. But, yeah. when I, but when I look at Star Wars, there are only two characters in that whole fucking thing that existed from beginning to end, and the whole story is written from their perspective. That's true. R2-D2 and C-3PO. That's true, but that's because you have one guy maintaining control sure. over right. all those yeah. years. No, I, so, I, I get it, but, but, yeah. but even early on, the story, as cheesy as it, it, it may have been, didn't fail to the the plunders of of hubris. And, it's a valid point. And, yeah, it's a valid. So point. the argument here isn't you know awful versus great. It is awful versus okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it really. Yeah. Is. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I and I like I, all. I'm, that's all I had to really say about yeah. Love and Thunder is look. If you rewatch it, to I think to give it a true fair shake, watch right. it in the context of it being a flashback. Yeah. I'm not telling you that it it makes the heat makes the movie better. By any means, sure. but it makes it a little more, uh, you know. I, I guess it, I'm not going to say it, digestible. I will. And by flashback, he means LSD flashback. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all Thor, ever want to take uh, LSD and go watch a Marvel movie, yeah. I'm Thor. Dead. Thor was ep- ep- Love and Thunder was episode twelve. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I I will say this about Love and Thunder. <laughs> I really really like the Jane Foster story in that. I, I, I enjoy that story. I enjoyed that story. Hey, you two lock it up. <laughs> I enjoyed the story in the comic book and I enjoy the story in the movie. Same here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he turns. No, same this here. is this is yeah. why we can't have Ed. This is why we can't have nice things. Cool. Um next one was uh, I Am Groot. What uh, a lovely little set of shorts. Lovely that cute is. shorts. Uh, Groot's just the best. I, completely I, 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 that. I think I think he he said it best when when he said I am Groot. And, and uh, uh, to, to I, quote I, him, I lost it. When, I am Groot. When he yeah. said yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Groot is no, uh, a clear one, of, house. one of Angie's favorites. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a Groot um, a doormat and a little Groot statue at my front door because we love Groot so much. Um, she she really really uh, would would dig these and has not watched them yet. So I'm publicly yeah, shaming her cool. now. Cool. Um, cool. Just so <laughs> it's it's on the record. Cute cute. Um, not much more to say about I Am Groot. It's a yep. short series, a uh, little five-minute uh, uh, cute little stories about the character. Um, it, it is interesting. We can tie it back to the um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Sure. One of the uh, only things that I've ever seen any kind of uh, social media buzz about is 
uh, swole group. Swole group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why he looked the way he did in the, in the Christmas special. But uh, we can talk about that here on, awesome. on number 18. Um, next on the she list Hulk. is She-Hulk. She Hulk. Right. Uh, this is one of Chris's favorites. Chris really liked the She-Hulk. So to be clear, I didn't hate She-Hulk. No, kidding, buddy. I'm kidding. I just didn't think uh, it just didn't do much for me. It had a, it did have moments. We met Daredevil, the MCU version of Daredevil. Great. Which I think was probably my favorite episode of all awesome. the series. Yep, yep. You um, know, Chris, I think She-Hulk is to the TV series what Thor is to cinema. You know, for me, it 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 sucked. It was terrible, I thought, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it, 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 again, the, the, sc- the screenwriting, the acting in general, the, the contrivedness, that, that, it, it just, it, for me, it, it did a disservice to, to the, the, the series, the, 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 the series of series that we've got to watch. I mean, it, it was again, uh, not made for you. Not, right. No, but, again, but, again so the, the, these are my opinions. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. this was the first one though that I think showed the cracks in the schedule. So when you think of the pandemic, the first trailer that leaked for she or that they put out for She Hulk, she looked awful. And I, I told oh, my, it I does. Told my kids, yeah, yeah, she looked, yeah. She looked they like rushed Shrek. that. Oh, and then yeah. it turns out like I didn't even read that, and apparently that's what everybody was saying was yeah, like she right, looked yeah. like Shrek. It yeah. looked horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And then you read it, this thing where a Disney like, one of the CGI artists was talking about like this crush of their push to get this push to get this out. stuff out right. So and, this is what I'm speaking to. Yeah, She Hulk suffers from laziness. It's, I don't think it's. It's, it's not lazy. Laziness. I don't. It's I trying don't to do too much at one time. But okay, so when when you when you talk, when you look at the latter parts of She Hulk and they're trying to get everything together and finish it up. Oh, look at the l- end episode me, was very lazy. I, I'll grant you that. A lot like of, writing. So, a lot of the writing I, I thought, thought the end episode was was great. <laughs> I thought it was so really he, lazy because it's like, how are you going to end this? We've got the 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 bro. Um, you guys are missing a fundamental piece of this. Go and, and right. So this is the thing, right? This is where we get back to the conversation at the beginning around things having different purpose. The purpose in She Hulk has always been the visual representation of the editorial letters at the end of comic books. Yes. Like, it's not supposed... They weren't supposed to be this grandioso... The w- they bring She-Hulk into teams for it to be serious. She-Hulk on her own has always been the editorial fourth wall of c- people write into a letter, you know, like writing into, you know, Marvel, and uh, She-Hulk being the voice that Marvel uses to you know clap back, clap back. Them yeah. pretty much right yeah. it's just like it's supposed to be these very you know lighthearted kind of you know commentary of like what's going on like at that particular time now if you're expecting a level of i think where the conflict comes in is they try to and this is where i wouldn't say laziness but i agree with you too much at one time they tried to pepper in too much of the let's make some connections here let's bring in scar let's mm-hmm. you know let's talk about you know some of these other things you're just like wait, wait a minute um you're kind of losing focus here. Um, but the overall, you know, kind of purpose of that is to be exactly what that last episode was. It's like people talk, you know, shit about, you know, you should have done this and you should have done this and you should have done this. And they're like, wait a minute. Like, that's no, we don't want to do that. That's not what this is about. These letters that people have been writing up until this point and not letters anymore. Right. But, you know, Twitter's back in the day yeah. of, you know, hey, she hopes sucks and, and, you know, she's not as strong as, as, as the Hulk and all these <laughs> other kind of fan things. That's what they... That's 
that's what that character does. It just you know kind of pokes fun back at people, right? So, so just just for the younger listeners, yeah. Nerd Rage has been around for a long, long, long. No, time. it hasn't, Duncan. The <laughs> format it's taken has changed, but um, we've had Ed's voice in our in our. Uh, uh, Who wants a body massage? <laughs> <laughs> body massage machine. Oh. Go in our uh, discussions. Uh, the entire time, the entirety of it. Uh, you know, I. You, but not for everybody. To, yeah. to your point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I liked about She-Hulk was, um, and, and probably the, this is probably the thing that that you guys don't like as much is um, they they went for something. They m- took what Jamie is saying and they mixed it with that Ally McBeal, um, Power Woman mystique. Um, effectively in some cases, not as effectively in some. I will say I really, really, really like Tatiana Maslany. She, so do I. she is really I, great. I didn't have any issue. She uh, was not the she, problem, Yeah, I don't think. No, no, no. She, yeah. she's, she's great. She was great in Orphan Black. Yeah. Oh, um, and I don't think I ever saw Orphan Black. Yeah, it's pretty good. Is well, it she's, good? Yeah, different. Good? She's, there's various versions of her that oh. uh, she's as she goes through this, she finds like, these other characters literally are her. Like it's, I, I know she's been around. She plays in other multiple stuff, roles in the yeah. show. Yeah, it's this pretty is, good. This is the first thing I really. Um, seen, uh, uh, but yeah, over. she wasn't the issue. This was just coming down to look. They tried something new, especially in that last episode. That you know, breaking the fourth wall. I'm not a big fan of that. Well, she broke the fourth wall throughout the whole series. Well, no, I know, but in the in the in the, in the ninth episode when she literally like breaks through the screen and right, 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 yeah, 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 literally off the page. Yeah, I mean, no, no, I get that. It just it didn't didn't work for me, and it doesn't work for everybody. I get it. I get it. That's very very much a throwback I to thought, comic books. And, and then, yeah. again, coming back to the CG, the CG I thought looked really yeah, bad. Yeah, I thought yeah, Hulk's yeah. son in that looked just, the CG was just awful. Just I awful. was not a fan of their rendition of Scar. But that yeah, was just yeah. like, yeah. And it was just kind of a, ri- a random, let's just shoehorn this in there. But I know I know what they're, they're trying to do this because they don't have the rights to make a, Mar- a Hulk movie. A Hulk movie, right. And I read that they can't do that with Namor either. He'll never have his own movie because they can't. They don't have they his don't rights. Have rights. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he'll always be, but he can be anything he wants, anything they want in all the shows, the series, and whatever fun. else. But they'll never have him in his never own movie, his own because, movie. Of because of that. You know what? Honestly, after our discussion today, I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but yeah, Probably She-Hulk didn't work for me. That's all. I'll yeah, no, that's say. cool. You, that's you, you ever have or, or know somebody that refers to inside jokes, but you don't know what the inside joke is except that person? Oh, I think we've all known somebody like that. Okay, sure. that's yeah. what, to me, that's what she bear. You know what? That, that's that's a very, very that's fair bear. criticism. That's what She-Hulk that's is. Fair. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I didn't care for it. Hey, that's you know fair. what? That's a very fair criticism. That, that's a good yeah, That's a good, good point. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because Jamie and I definitely are looking at it from fans of the of her and the books and and uh, have have like read. I, her I had no idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. That there was that level of commentary that they were referring to right. from editors' notes or from whatever, and and I can see that now. But it 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 seems um, overly cerebral for somebody who doesn't understand that that's the I context. Hear I hear you. It's a little you know, out there. It's a little out there. If you yeah, don't, and know when you're looking context. at it, you. you know, especially yeah. within the Marvel universe, you're thinking, "Man, this just doesn't fit." Yeah, I'm it has just... nothing to do with She-Hulk herself. I really enjoyed the actress. Right, I really right, enjoyed right, the right, character. Right. I hear you. Um, I, I I think some of the things that they did to to try to um, emphasize the relationship between Bruce and her mm-hmm. were a little contrived at times. Okay, um, some of that was forced. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. But but in general, you know, I, I it was for me, She Hulk. This iteration, if there ever is going to be another one, 
was out of place. It was a very different tone. I will give you that, Ed. And you've got a, a really good point. I, I absolutely see it from your point of view. And I think that would be a detractor for me as well, if, and, if that was the case. So the stuff that I think you will resonate with, and it's the same kind of parallel in the comic books, right? Like, you start to get a serious She-Hulk, or you, she comes into her own as a hero, in the new in the new Avenger teams, like yes. the West Coast Avengers, when yes. they start to bring, so that's why I was just like, "Ooh, interesting! This is the iteration, or this could be an iteration as they start to build new Avenger teams." And, so you and have we the Avenger seen, teams, yeah, we with any Wolverine and, and, and yeah. you know Spider Man and Luke Cage and She Hulk and right. What, what are they going to do with Luke Cage? I mean, I was hoping that they bring to, him. Well, that. they have all of those properties, and I think they're going to no, do no, I know, something with I mean, them. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, they did something with Daredevil. No, right, and I'm, know, I'm thinking like West Coast, West Coast Avengers. Yeah, right? absolutely. And who's that other chick that was in Jessica Jones? Jessica Jones. I mean, Jessica Jones is one of the greatest yeah. Marvel stories And then there ever. was the other guy, the guy with the superpowers. Like, like Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, th- those were released as uh, seasons. Yeah. Absolutely. They did pretty well. They did pretty well. Yeah. And and were, all of them except for Iron Fist. Iron, yeah. 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 Iron yeah. Fist didn't do well. Iron Fist needed a better backdrop. Just they missed really the mark a bit. Yep. Missed, yeah, the yep. different end of his story. They, yeah. they also didn't get the... 70s kung fu. Yeah, didn't even get it quite right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As well, that we were just talking about. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, um, moving right along, Werewolf by Werewolf Night. Werewolf by Night. Now, uh, we've got a couple people that haven't watched it yet. Is that correct? I haven't seen it. Yeah, and he had neither. I haven't either. I literally just watched it last night. I watched uh, it two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was fresh in my mind. What's it about? It is, it's a great little holiday special. It's a oh, Halloween. Jesus. No, no, Halloween. listen. <laughs> Halloween special. It is not a, but it's not a special. It's just a story. It's a one-off story uh, about what you think is one thing, but it's really a whole nother thing. And they introduce Man Thing, Man Thing, which is a, a so lots of things, lots of things, lots of things. Man, uh, thing. Man thing. thing is a character in Marvel that I uh, and I've read comic books forever. I know very very little, very little about Man Thing. Man Thing was the least of my interest <laughs> in the Marvel <laughs> <laughs> comics books for whatever reason. But in this story. He's great. He's great. He's, he's great. cool. He's yeah, a, he's a yeah. monster, and and he's doing his thing. And um, the the I, I don't want to ruin the story for you guys. You're, you it, won't. It is actually really good. Check it out. Um, go check it out. But uh, I'm, I'm actually okay. If you, I'm, I'm not sure if you are, Chris, but I'm actually okay if you talking through it. Well, I, I mean, I think we could talk through it to we, say we that, know we know that this is a spoilers episode, and and I yeah I yeah no I think I could talk through it to say uh, man things in it. Um, there the story is a one one shot story. And the story is good. Um, I don't think I need to say any more about Do, it. Does this come from the perspective of, of a specific character in uh, the Marvel universe? Yes, a couple that we, and that we know. No, no. Okay. These are these are third tier characters. These are characters that got a story in an annual at some point. So uh, maybe. The, so this is like Doorman. It's like they pulled it out of the archive. It's it's like seven a page like one <laughs> shot on a on a annual uh, the big thick annuals that you used to get back in the day. Yeah, uh, you know what so, I'm talking about, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. The biggest reason I think Man Thing is here is Man Thing guards what's called the nexus of all realities. What, so in DC, what we would call the green. Right. So you know we ha- we have this conversation about multiverses, yeah. right? Man, man, thing. The nexus is where all that stuff converges, and man, thing can actually see across those realities, right? So I think, 
there's a possibility. And again, the only reason you kind of bring him in, in in comic books is, you know, when you start talking about like the what if stories. Right? Well, so so can that girl from Doctor Strange, can't she? Well, she can travel through the multiverse. Yeah. Man Thing doesn't go anywhere. Like Man Thing is see at the nexus, right? Yeah. So there are things that exist in all multiverses, like um, like the Phoenix Force, for example. Yeah. Like there is not multiple versions of the Phoenix Force. The Phoenix Force is the Phoenix is Force. Is the Phoenix Force <laughs> across all multiverses? That's why it's so powerful. Hmm. The Man Thing can see at that nexus across all of those realities, right. right? So there is like so there is. It's really interesting when they start to dig. In. But he's not a very like used character and has his own like comic books a whole lot. Like there is very little known about is this him, animated? but um, it is not. It's not. It, it, it's yeah, yeah. it's live action. It's done in black and white. It's very uh very pulp, um horror. Uh, again, it's a throwback. So it's to like Hellboy, ish. In a way, yeah, it is actually kind of Hellboyish. This, yeah, very much a noir kind of dark noir. Yes, yes, absolutely. Cool. Uh, I think you like it, Ed, and maybe you won't. I hated Hellboy, but um, no, I'm just playing. Hellboy was awesome. What kidding. are you talking about? Hellboy was <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving right along, because that's yeah. that's literally a 45 minute uh, special. Yeah, There's yeah, not yeah. much okay. to that. that it's yeah. a it's a cool little self contained story, yeah. um, and then we get to. Um, you know, look the last the worst the worst movie ever made. The last two things and <laughs> and the best the best of the best of Phase Four, which is Wakanda Forever. forever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Phase Four should should have just been one thing. Wakanda and, Forever, and that one thing should have just been Wakanda Forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I think that <laughs> you, you don't have to do anything else but you know play on the the construct of Wakanda. So last weekend, Eddie had a, a little bit of free time. It was last weekend? And he wanted to go see Wakanda Forever again. We saw it once, and we wanted to see it again. And the only reason I didn't go see it with you, Ed, is because, man, I could not emotionally make it through it again. I did not want – I didn't feel like crying. Oh, that's why I went. Because I, I just wanted man, to cry. It was, that was I wanted to, but such I just, a tearjerker for me and such an emotional ride for me. I just really, really appreciate everything that movie – So the sun – is in the episode the the scene when the queen comes comes to the school. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sure is, sure is. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, uh, it's the movie could have been so many things. It could have been so bad. It could have so been many Thor. different ways. Could have been Spider Man. <laughs> it could have been Strange. But it wasn't. And it was so true, true. good. It was. It was good. It was so good comparatively. And it is certainly the highlight of Phase Four, and a, and a great way to kind of tie it off. Um, yeah, uh, we, we we talked about Wakanda Forever, and there we did a, a whole great episode so about it. But um, yeah, if Marvel uh, wanted to tie one off, they did so really well with Wakanda. They really <laughs> did. They really did. And then the last one we've talked about a bit at the beginning right. of the episode, but uh, this kind of ties it all up and in, into a neat yeah, little see. Christmas bow, which is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday, holiday yeah. special. Oh right. Jesus. <laughs> Well, well, swole Groot. That's swole, swole Groot. Swole, swole Groot. And I guess the things we're getting, we're getting, we need to learn, is, or that we learn again. Cosmo is there. They bought nowhere from the collector, right? And uh, and then we got a trailer this last week for Volume Three. 
Yeah, that, that looks oh, really that good. Look, we got three great look, trailer drops look, this week. I, oh. I, I was excited by this Guardians of the Galaxy, and they better not screw it up with your stupid hyperbolic <laughs> comedy. Use normal galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy comedy. That was good. Well, it's James Gunn, but, so I think you're going to get that. Oh, and they went, they went authentic comic book yeah. uniform? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you something. So cool. Ka- <laughs> Kang looks transformational. Yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think we're going to see the end of Kang at the end of any of these movies, you know, released even in. Phase, well, he's the big phase. bad, right? Well, I think he's going to continue to be the bad, big. Yeah, well, yeah, well yeah. not in Guardians of the Galaxy. The Guardians of the Galaxy is a high, yeah, high evolutionary. Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. he, uh, Ed was, you're moving us into Phase Five. Oh, you yeah. first, oh, yeah, okay, and then the yeah, first, yeah, yeah. the first movie, and that is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Right. right. I thought, which, <laughs> yeah, and that was something else we got this week was yeah. that little drop with, That's exactly uh, right. yeah, 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 with that well, version of Kang. I, I thought, I thought Kang was in is going to be in Guardians as well. No, no that's no, a high evolutionary. High evolutionary. Yeah, that, he's, that's right. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Which goes back into oh, I hope so. We we got a chance to see Wonder Gore in um in Doctor Strange, and uh, Wonder Gore in the comic books is where High Evolutionary actually uh, started. That was his original um um kind of uh, Th- this of is operation. this is what but we thought that Scarlet Witch destroyed. This is right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. we brought that up initially. Remember yeah, when we talked about One Division? Right, right. I said, hey, what happens to Wonder Gore in other multiverses? Right. So this world he creates is where he what he creates a world an Earth on the other side of the moon that's on the other side of the sun that's opposite rotation of Earth. So that he when he left leaves Wonder Gore on Earth. So I'm really looking forward to how they really start to dig. And this is where I think they really start to dig into mutants, right? Yeah. Because High Evolutionary um, and Nathan Essex, which is, you know, it's Sinister, all mutant stories. It's yeah. all mutant stories. Wonder so I'm Girl. really, really, yeah, looking, I think, seeing how they can I make I think we're coming. due for um, an X-Men appearance. I think we're I due think we for a uh, Wolverine appearance. Uh, I, I, would lo- I would really, really love to see Deadpool and Wolverine. Uh, together, well, you get, you're getting that. Well, you're getting yeah, that, buddy. But I'm saying within the within the Marvel, within the Deadpool is supposed oh. to move into the MCU. No, he he's a part of it at the, at this point now. Yeah, but he's uh, going to be Doctor Strange's sidekick. I think <laughs> I think to Ed's point, there's a good way to do that and a bad way to do that, and I'm hoping that we get the good way. <laughs> yeah, you, you, he's a big dumb animal. You got to stop know, listening to him after a while. You, I I think of Wonder Gore, <laughs> and I just wonder what it, what's the secret of its power. Get out. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, listen. As we uh, as we wind down the the episode, um, I think uh, you know, kind of our our thoughts and feelings on Phase Four yeah. are pretty clear. Um, Especially Duncan's. No, yours, Ed. Yours, you're the most boisterous. I, I, I'm not boisterous. I dislike the, the, the least. I dislike the least. The only thing I disliked was you. Oh, good. Oh, I'm kidding. It's, I'm no, it's mutual. <laughs> hey, by the way, everybody, next week, uh, Duncan transitions. Finally, <laughs> and uh, he's he's going to become a wonderful butterfly at the age of fifty years old. New wings, flap flap flap. Now, during his transition, um, he will become a little curmudgeon-y. He I'm will, already there. How about say become curmudgeon? His, yeah. his levels, his levels of nincompoopery are going to inspire all of us. You know what's funny is I've I do. always been curmudgeonly. I've always had kind of a little bit of an edge because of what's been going on in my life. This is the first time in my life 
Everything's going really well. Yeah, it's going pretty good. <laughs> that is awesome. You, got, so you seem to be the opposite. You've been less curmudgeon in the I have. 18 years. I have here. softened you quite know, a bit. Duncan has gotten, and congratulations on this, 10 promotions in the last week. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I am I am uh, king of the world now. Yeah. Oh, this, this is awesome. <laughs> so I, th- I think you've got like three, three, maybe two or three promotions in the last year or so. I had some, yeah, I had some flux in my, yeah. in my job. Uh, thanks, Ed, for pointing it out and making fun of me about it. But uh, uh, no, 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 no. Hey, I'm, it's it's fun. No, I, I know. It, it I know really you're is a level. I've of been. I've 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 had a level of success that I'm very very happy with. Uh, I work for a great company. Uh, I get to do this with you guys uh, on a semi weekly basis. Uh, we didn't do this last week or the last two weeks, yeah. and oh my gosh, did I miss you? Missed guys. it. Yep. Yeah. Definitely I really it. really love spending this time yeah. with you guys. Um, this week we got our we got our kind of our shout out like everybody did from Spotify for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, listeners, we cannot thank you enough. We did this little podcast. We didn't care if anybody like, listens to it. Heads, if yeah. we if if they did, if they didn't, and oh my gosh, did you guys listen? Yeah. And did you guys um, uh, react in the best way? We had some really cool call outs on our thing. One of the ones that I thought was really amazing is they they give you a word to define your listeners. And what was our word? Do you guys remember? Duncan. It was, <laughs> no, I don't know, rabbit or energetic or something like really cool. Like enthusiast. Enthusiast. Oh, enthusiast was, was yeah. the word. Yeah. Which is exactly the yeah. listeners that we want. Yeah. For chodes know? everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, don't listen, Ed. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, look, we have done this for a year now. Um, and Can you believe that? I can't, man. I really can't. And I am so look. It took us about a year to even get it off the damn ground because we talked about it for so long yep. and, and thought and hemmed and hawed. <coughs> but um, here we are. We we have you know almost two thousand hours of broadcast time uh, out there in the world. But uh, more importantly is when we get to interact with you guys, when we get to hear back from our, our listeners uh, and fans of the show, when we get to hear their opinion too, because I think the biggest point of, of the podcast is everybody's opinion matters. You, uh, less Ed's, but everybody else's you, opinion You know, more. Uh, over the course of the last month or two, I think I've passed out more QR code cards. Awesome. Um, for our show. Awesome. Last night, or a couple of days ago, I ran into like these these. Four ladies um, who have, have they came into town. They're from Vegas. They're they're working at La Cantera. Yeah. Um, for a um um a children um what is it Christmas? Oh, okay. Brunch. Oh, nice. Um, so they're they're like actresses, dancers. Oh, et cool, 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 cool. Um, and one of them, I think her name was Rachel, uh, mentioned how much she loved. Star Wars and um, you know uh, Marvel, and I said, "Hey, well, have I got a podcast for you? Got to you got to <laughs> listen to us." Um, and I don't remember all their names. It was Jennifer, Jojo, Rachel, and there was one other uh, lady. But but they were we got to start, st- we started talking about um, like Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the holiday special, yeah. And and they agreed with me how much it was terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, and you know they they pretty much agreed with all of my, my all of my things. So I know I'm not alone. In this world, still wrong though. But yeah, you know, yeah not, not, a small room farting not and smelling each other. <laughs> anyway, no, it's, it's great to, to talk to to people who don't necessarily share your views, right. but, but share your enthusiasm yeah, for for everything geeked. That's the whole point. Is yeah. um, we wanted this to be a, a show where you guys could listen in, hear our opinions, and have opinions of your own. Um, always. 
um, you know, you guys are able to uh, contribute uh, questions. Uh, Anchor.fm Geek Culture Cast slash Geek Culture Cast. Um, if you got a question for the show, put it in there. We will definitely uh, we will definitely bring it to the show and answer it on air if we're allowed to. Um, I mean, don't don't ask to see uh, Jamie's bare ass or anything. We can't do that. Well, we, we can't. <laughs> well, once we get video, we can make, uh, <laughs> make a special. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just speaking on behalf of your wife, Jamie. That's, yeah, that's no, <laughs> yeah. but um, too much. Look, it's it's uh, we we have one more episode that we plan to do for this season. Uh, season one, we're going to What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to do a year in review. We're going to wrap up the whole year. We're going to talk about what we plan to do uh, for next season, um, what, what's on the horizon, uh, horizon and um, mm. have fun. I don't we have two more? No, I we, thought we have the two. one more. I thought we had so two. I thought we had, don't we have to finish the prequels? Yeah, well, I thought we were going to finish oh, Star Wars. we've got to finish the prequels. I thought we had two more. We've yeah, got I, th- two I more. thought we had two more, too. Thanks, boys. Thanks for the correction. Yep. Yay! Two we more episodes. We have to Star Wars yes. prequels, everybody. Yeah, prequels, we've got to finish, because we started them. We've got to finish them. Yep, Finish that, start of that. There's just so much to say about Star Wars. I mean, there there is. I mean, we can we can start talking you can about speak it. Speak endlessly about Star yeah. Wars. You're pre- preaching the choir on and that then, one, Ed. And then with Andor, you oh, know, man. oh my yeah. goodness, we haven't even fin- yeah. we haven't finished the Andor. Andor is a whole other conversation on its own. That yeah. what an amazing series. That's Holy yep. moly! Yeah, yeah. So got a little bit left for you uh, for the for the end of the season, uh, and then we'll we'll take a, a short break, and then we'll get into next season. Um, you know, next year as as the the new movies come out, I we've gotten some some trailers for some great films um, uh, that are on the way. Uh, some that I'm really excited about. Um, Transformers, a new Transformers Ooh. film that actually looks good uh, is coming out. Uh, it it's may Mike, not be. It's Michael it Bay, may not right? be, but it, it may not be. Good. But you know, I like the I like the character I like the design designs. already. Yeah. They're they're already better than what they had in the original movies. But um, well, it is more than meets the eye. I think. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> Jazz, um, jazz for the win. So, um, as we lead lead off uh, into uh, December, we got a couple more things to go. But but, what do you guys think of the first season? It's been a blast. This has been awesome. What this has been awesome. What, yeah. what about how the show is, has kind of changed and really formed into something? I, that's what I really love about it. You what would you do? You listen to the first episodes, and we were we were just kind of finding our footing and, and figuring it out. Uh, then we get Jamie, and that's like the missing piece of the puzzle. Um, and we we lost him for a couple of episodes, and then we get him back. And man, I just feel like this is the show. This this is what it was always supposed to be. And man, I love it. Yep, I absolutely love it. So um, there are definitely some really good possibilities for season two. I, I'd love to to sit down and talk to cool. you about yeah. uh, you know does, does talk, talk me, about what we give think. me your first thing for season two that you think um, uh, would be good. I'm just hitting all the buttons. <laughs> just hit all the buttons. Dumbass. Yeah, I, I, I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I spoilers that for season like two. I, I spoilers for season two. two. I just screwed it up. Don't all listen up. to this if you want to know. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I, I, I'd love, I'd love to, I'd love to bring in some, some guest speakers. Oh, but, we've got to, but not, but not just friends of ours. Yeah, people from, people from the know. From the from the industry, that would be great. We have to yeah, we have to make those connections yeah, and those I ties. Think, but I that would be do. awesome. I think uh, some of the people we know though have a voice and, and have some things to contribute, and we're going to start with them. Devil. Well, I just I said not just. Which so we'll have all this, this we'll have all this, this ready by the with you, end of the season. Okay. I'm not finale. <laughs> 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 year in review and what's to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, 
Um, that's it. That's the show this week. And thank you, everybody, Yay. for listening. Does Dune um, come out next year or 2024? Next year. Yes. Next year. Next year, next year for it? Dune Part 2. Okay. Have you seen Dune Part 1? I have not. You've oh. got to watch that Jamie. movie, dude. I will. Hey, I are you a fan of Dune at all? Um, not really a fan. Not that I, nothing I don't like about it. I just never got it. Got into. No, that's okay. That's yeah, fair. It's yeah, it's yeah. hardcore sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. It's not I kind of missed everybody. it. You know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, there's a and... there's a podcast that covered a little bit about this. Um, I think back what episode in, back in April. I think we covered this uh, episode you know, one. Wait, I want to give that a listen. Hey, this was the pretty comprehensive. Okay, I'll listen. This one when they're snarky, isn't it? Premier episode. I mean, cut up. I think you did listen to it. I did. I did, but I think when I was like not as a fan, I was just like I didn't know what anybody was talking about. So I think going back, I and think it's back due, we're due for a watch along. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah, I think I need. Oh, uh, we need a mystery science theater at. Ooh. Oh, a watch party. Yeah, a mystery science fun. theater Dune yeah, watch party. That would be a blast. Have some libations and some. Libations. some yeah. All right. So some ass. I'm not for it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Some, yeah. Some some general tomfoolery. <laughs> some PCP and and here we go. That escalated quickly. I, dig it. Uh, I didn't bring that up. That was old Duncan. <clears throat> Except through the LSD part. You know what I watched last night? Your mom's ass. No. Oh. Um. Um. Chich and Chong, the first Chich and Chong. <laughs> was that up in what? air? And, uh, up in smoke? Up in smoke. Up in smoke. What a great flick that is. Is that, that the one where you... He, <laughs> <laughs> Only on this podcast. I know, right? go from phase four to Chich and Chong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is, is that the one where he says uh, that he had sex with a bull or his mom had sex with a, a buffalo or something? I can't remember the... I can't remember the... Uh, I can't remember the instance. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I, I remember, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember if it's in that movie or not. To be fair, I got. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I got three quarters of the way through Cheech Chung up and smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Before I crashed out. Hey, so, so by the way, I, we, so we always say to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, it comes from Letterkenny. Yeah. It's a, it's a series, right? I mean, for the people out there. Canadian um, series. Can, Canadian um, a, a comedy series. Incredible show. Very smart. Yeah. Cerebrally kind of, but in a very low-key way. Um, there's a guy in the series who's named is Shorzy. And Shorzy... Um, it, you you only see the back of his body or head or face, but he talks. he's in a he's in a, he, a shitter taking a dump. He's taking a dump or he's working out. Yeah, he's doing yeah. something. You, you hear yeah. his voice and he's always putting. There is a show called Shorzy. I know, I love it. And we just started watching it. It's so good. It's the same actor that yeah. plays the main character. You didn't know that that was. I did not yes. know. Even he's in the Letter whole Kenny, brainchild of all that. Incredible. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. love it absolutely. So whenever you hear us say "To be fair," to be fair, um, we we always reference Letter Kenny because it was just a, it's such a great show. So if you haven't seen Letter Kenny, and there's a, a ton plug. of episodes out there too. Yeah, on, ton, yeah, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, it's a really great yep. show. Uh, very of. Uh, uh, Canadians are funny anyway, but this is like real Canadian humor. That's not the oh, red it's, green it's show. Funny. It's funny. I think good. I think there's really. a couple of episodes where they're opening credits or their opening scene. Yeah, um, it's it's very like I mentioned, very cerebral. Yes, very brain. Yes, and there's a lot of back and forth. Whether whether it's rhyme, whether it's um, use of. Um, um, different types of words. There's a poetry to the way they write the show for very sure. Very poetic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out. Guys. Check it out. It's good. Letterkenny's good. Any last comments before we wrap this little cavalcade of 
Phase four goodness. Um, last comments, just hopefully, like I said, we won't truly know the impacts of phase four, just like any of the past until, you know, phase fives and sixes. Man thing, yep. man thing will. Yep. So um, it'd be fun. So when we're, you know, in the phase six and um, we're older gentlemen uh, looking back on. We're going to come back to this and say, ah, <laughs> I was right. Or Thor yeah, Love and Thunder was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah, no, in the history of all things bad, Thor will never. I don't know where my doggone music bed is. I've lost it. Oh, was it because you transitioned over to this house? It, it has to be. It like, has well, to be. here, you need something. Not, let's talk. Let's do how Yondu ruined Christmas. Okay, right, I like. There's it. your little fade here, off right here's there. Here's our so. here's our out outro. So okay. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. <laughs> Is that what we do? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing significant to this. I'm okay. just giving you some sound no, to we fade just, out. We, we'll let it. We'll let it build a little bit, and then I'll just say, "You've been listening to the Geek Culture Cast. Check us out on Anchor.fm/GeekCultureCast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Get geeked, everybody. Get geeked." Go geek yourself. Geek yourself right in your geek. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show.